Is that Joe? Is that the Mr. Josephs? Not Joseph. And the, and the, and, and the king of the world. The king of the world. How come you guys don't have the same names in this channel uh, versus your game names? <laughs> Well, this is, an, right now. this is an official uh, none of our business Discord uh, group chat. So, Maraska? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, That's Joe. Explain, explain that real quick. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want me to? No, I think we should save this for the pod. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Dude, we've been going off the whole time. We did for about an hour and a half. <laughs> for an hour and a half. Because a certain someone said they wanted to do it at 3 and then reschedule to fucking 4 o'clock. You realize I've not slept right yet. <laughs> I'm going off in no sleep. I, I've been up since midnight of last night. Oh, my God. Waiting oh, for sure. you guys. The dedication of, of our guests mm, and the fans that listen. But, Joe, um, you're kind of muffled. Are you on Discord or on your phone? I am. Oh, okay. I thought you brought your laptop with you. I did, but it's not going to sound as good. Okay, because you do sound kind of deep. Deep and sexy. I like it. I sound good? or I sound... Yeah, yeah, you sound good. You sound real good. And I can hear Akshay really clearly, right, Akshay? Perfect. You can hear me? Because you cannot hear me in video games. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can, I can hit... hear both of you quite clearly. Quite oh, clearly. Nice, nice. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but... Um, Let's we can do our little vocal warm ups real quick right now. So um Yeah. We can I can't go that high, man. Like I falsetto is it's tough. It's tough. The only time if there's like a puppy that comes away, I'm like, Oh look at you I cannot do like I cannot sing in that voice. I do that. You can do Joe is incredible to me. I say the same thing when I see a vagina. Look at you! <laughs> Look at you! Come here! Uh, <laughs> You're so cute. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was good. I like you're that. cute. No, you're cute. <laughs> uh, Joe, um, welcome to my podcast. Um, uh, I say you're right. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I've, the one last thing I forgot to tell Akshay was that at the end of the show, we do something like a, a, a soapbox. Joe will explain it all. He'll do all his own thing. But um, he, know, he knows the soapbox. He, know, he knows. It. Yeah, he knows it. And, and I'm oh, glad you're on. I'm totally glad you're here, actually, because uh, uh, the audience will now get to know another side of me back in college from someone who not <laughs> yeah. only lived in the same household but was literally in the same bedroom we shared a bedroom so yes um that's gonna be fucking dope to hear all the crazy stories you're gonna tell and then give joe like an insight because we all play fucking call of duty together this is the gulag boy episode again. oh yeah and yeah i've got uh, and i've already gone over like a question that i want to bring to the yes. table with keenan yes he does uh and uh, Keenan wants me to surprise you with that question because I think your input from a, a humble place would be a great segue. Yes. Uh, what do you think, Keenan? Yes, yes. I think it would be great. So, Joe, um, I already pressed record about 15 minutes ago. So. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, what? <laughs> no, I pressed record. You mean I'm coming in like. <laughs> No. I'm coming in an eighth into this. <laughs> no, 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 no. But me, actually, and I did speak about a lot of stuff, but no, it was good that it was off off record. No, you've been on for about three minutes now. Ever since you joined on Discord, I started recording. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, should I get a start? 
Welcome one, welcome all to episode 95 of the None of Our Business Podcast. We are your hosts, Keenan, CNN, Dr. Rouge, C-Section, C-Notice, C-3PO, C-4, Senior Way Out of Here. We have Keenan Dunn here. Today we have a very special guest. And I'm going to... Uh, okay. Oh well, you don't know. Uh, I the, mean, the, the master, the master, the master race, <laughs> yeah, the um, master race, the master the, the of the master, blaster, the mass blaster, the master of the blaster, the the man with the loadout, the man with the <laughs> the the call ins, the, the the call shots, the god of the, the god of dogs of, of dog uh, sitting, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the master. Rugged. The, what's your your master chief? Like you have so many medals in Call of Duty. What what's the highest? Admiral? <laughs> You're practically president. Practically, practically. Uh, I do, wouldn't have gone I'd there without say, you guys. You know that's what? For sure. I'd say, I, I don't I don't I, I don't even know your last name. Okay. Dupelia. Dupelia. Oh, But you know what? He will. He will do kill you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, I thought that was clever. Uh, it was very nice. Clever. It was very well done. And Never done so. before. Yes. Now we got the uh, the intro. Uh, let's let's hit Joe with the hard left. With actually, oh, with, with your question for him, actually. With my question. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, okay. Yes, yes, yes. So. On my way home from work yesterday, I, I thought about this podcast, and I, I remember reading a statistic on uh, – it was Twitter or Reddit or something where this guy was comparing video games sold in uh, the UK versus the United States based off of their population. So the UK has about uh, one-fifth of the population of the United States. So we're at about 330 million, and you could do the math. Uh, the right. video game sales are about one-fifth. Can, can you do the math, Ken? Uh, no. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> we're about 65, give or take some change, right? Yes, right. Correct. All right. Uh, and in video game sales, and I think it was like 2017 or, or something like that, it was uh, like $31 billion for the United States and uh, $4 million, or sorry, four billion pounds, uh, which is about one-fifth. And yet, mm-hmm. the gun-related homicides are insane in the United States at like 14,000 and not one-fifth of that number in the UK. Question. So my uh, my question is, is based off of your, well, our combined almost half a century of video game experience, playing violent, non-violent, you name it, every right. game in the middle, uh, do you think that video game violence, uh, like Call of Duty or, or Doom, uh, that was my founding game, uh, begets homicides and gun violence. I, I honestly, in, in all honesty and sincerity, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think. I, I personally, I personally don't think that um, video game violence is associated with like actual, actual violence. Um, because I've been playing violent video games my whole life, and I'm not a violent person at all. Until so you beat me last night. <laughs> or was that? Until you beat me last night. I wasn't even with you. I know. I, I've been in Miami. You beat you beat that ass up. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I mean, I, I personally don't think so. I mean, yes, there are, you know, individuals that are influenced by it. Okay. Um, 
but I don't think it's enough to say a video games video game violence uh, correlates to a, a troubled youth. And I agree. It'll, I, I I honestly don't think so. I agree. And what? and there's just I think I think video game violence has become a scapegoat. Yes. Um. And and it's a uh, it's it, I mean it's a it's definitely a scapegoat for like gun control. Yes. For sure, and for so, sure. what misconceptions do you think would be best for the audience to kind of understand? Because we we come from a very unique background. I mean, I've been playing violent video games since I was eight years old. That's twenty seven years of gaming under my belt. You exactly. know and with that, like, I wouldn't consider myself a violent person. I wouldn't consider either of you violent people, having lived with Keenan for a number of years and him explaining your relationship, you know, like, obviously, like, not violent. Yeah. Um, Although some of the ideas in my head were extremely violent. <laughs> I just never, I just never went through with it. Never acted on it, but I think everybody no. has like interesting thoughts, you know. I, I cannot explain my dream, but I've drunk some stuff, you know. Yeah. Of course, of I'm, course. I'm, I mean, I have very violent dreams. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, Joe wants to choke okay. me out every now and then on the show. <laughs> not at all. Never. <laughs> okay. I've never had a violent. I've never had a violent thought towards you, Keenan. Lies. Never. <laughs> never. Never. I swear. Okay. Well, then that's the complete opposite for me. <laughs> I, think, I think. I think you have to understand that I'm actually Keenan's protector. Oh shit! So I would never. I would uh, never want to hurt him. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember this from one of the episodes where you went very in depth with uh, Detective Duty. Yeah, uh, Keenan Dunkaroo. Yeah, I feel like I need to. I feel like I need to protect Keenan. Oh my God, I'm a I'm a man. I'm an adult. <laughs> oh, I know you are, pal. I know you are, buddy. <laughs> oh, oh God. Well, actually, and I were. were I yeah, go ahead. So, well, I just feel like okay. I've been like like you said, actually. I've been playing video. I've I've been playing video games and to, and to some degree violent video games for I don't know maybe twenty over twenty five years. Definitely over twenty five years. I mean, I started. My father had. He's a computer guy, you know. He likes technology, so he would buy you know. He he would buy the latest in in just tech in general. So mm -hmm. I remember having a, an Apple computer, like the Macintosh, you know. I remember having all, and playing Battle Chess, and that's pretty violent. Battle Chess was incredibly violent back in like 1992, you know? Um, because it was an animated, uh, an animated chess game where the, the chess pieces were actually like doing stuff. Like so, if if a queen took a pawn, the queen would slice the pawn's head off and kind of oh, shit wow. like that. Yeah, and and to me, like that was just it was just a game. I don't. I, I guess I'm able to I'm able to separate reality from this fantasy. From video. And to games. me, rather than video games, it's just it's like watching a movie or watching a TV show to me. Like I'm not I'm not actually going to do anything about it. And right. and it's ridiculous to think. It's re it's ridiculous to think that a violent uh, a video a violent game would influence uh it, it that it would influence a, a large amount of people enough to to turn to to tip the scales on 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 violence just in general. And I would I would say I would add that a, a small possibility of like maybe the uh 
de uh, uh, what do you call it? Not desynthesizing, but the 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 lack of empathy for like a lot of stuff dying around you could be a small relation to like the interactive involvement of killing a bunch of shit all the time with video games, but maybe not to actually cause the actual death in real life. The the association, I think, um, is is very different because I think these people are trying to take something very broad and generic and covers a wide, wide range of interactivity down to something very narrow and specific, um, which is un- which is kind of unfair. Like Joe said, there's um, violent movies that people would watch, and you can watch a shit ton of violent movies. Uh, I was mentioning actually earlier that we can go away from movies and there there's books or um, – uh, music and audio and like there's so many different variations that can involve in somebody's quote unquote trigger to do something that you can't just eliminate it like Joe says scapegoat and you can't just automatically say well uh, because of video games there is violence and then that's it like there's there's too much involved in it I agree the way I feel look, look, at, look at it this way if we're really going to take that route and say that that video game violence is the reason why why there's an uptick in, in violence in general, like in, in society. We could look at, at the Bible and say that the Bible was incredibly influential because it was. We know that there were the crusades, and that's all based on religion, and that's all based on the Bible that people wanted to, you know, influence other cultures and change their uh, religious alliance i guess or and 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 convert people for the sake of religion and that's based on a book so like are we going to say that the bible influenced which it did it influenced the crusades and people use that as that as an excuse to like kill tons of people i can't even put a number on it and they just use it as like a positive thing like oh this crusade was something good whereas because it fits their narrative but if it doesn't then it's bad. So, uh, am I going off the rails on this one? Or no, oh, well, you can. Right. It's the it. none of our business podcast. You can do whatever you want, Joe. You know I this show. Sure I just want to make sure that that makes sense, Kevin. right? Like Kevin it makes sense, though, game. right? What do you think? What are your oh, thoughts? Oh my goodness! The my son, my son, my son would not hurt a fly. <laughs> yeah, he's a exactly, badass. sweetest kid. But he's, a, but he's a fucking badass on Call of Duty. For his age to be nine years old, to be nine years old, and to be killing in Call of Duty, but he's afraid of a dog or a fly or gets weirded out by like a mosquito, like right. I mean, that says a lot. Well, and that also that also says to the things about what they a lot of times they I guess they try to use or not, which is the gun control part, the access to the guns. I mean, you could um, as violent as video games are, if you think they influence somebody. But if they don't have a gun, will they automatically use, uh, find another weapon to do their task, or will they just say, "No, I don't have a gun. I'm not going to do it." Like, there's there's other elements involved besides just the video game. Like, your son wouldn't hurt a fly, but then their method is saying that, well, oh, if he had a gun, then he would kill that fly with a gun. And it's like, well, that because of him playing video games, and that can't yeah. simply be true. Um, but that also means you're adding into the fact, well, he had access to a gun. So um, I don't know if it, 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 it actually helps, but there, there's more to it than just straight video games and its correlation. Right. Right. 
Yeah. I agree. Uh, no, I completely agree. Yeah, like, exactly. like, like if they eliminated, uh, like, let's just hypothetically they just said no more guns in the United States. I don't think that video games would continue the violence or or increase it. I think um, something like that might even slow it down or stop it. But because you want or need those weapons, you have to find some other outlet to say it's it's cause and effect. But but that that's a good example for you guys is for your the the story that you found about London. Like London has a really strict gun policy. Um, especially for their police yeah. officers too. Um, right. So it's like uh, that. No one's not seeing that cause. They're just seeing. But we other... also have to remember that I, I feel like we also have to remember that the, the United States, like making guns accessible to to anybody, right, incredibly easy here in the United States. Like you said, yeah. there's like there's so many policies and restrictions on guns came in, which we were. I, I feel like I just interrupted you. Like you were That's fine. That it's fine. It's, it's fine. It, it, you, I get interrupted on the show every episode. So. Oh, <laughs> so I'm used to it. But um, no, no, it's fine. As I was saying it, I feel like damn. I, I, I think he was getting to that. <laughs> no, that's fine. But you can you can get to it. I mean, I, I just I was just making the point that um, in an agreement to pretty much both of you that there's more to it than just going straight from video games straight to the person who did something bad, even if they reference the video game that they used before they did something bad. Um, and I think, I don't know how many of any of the shootings that has happened in the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years besides Columbine that they that the killers admitted to saying that they were playing a violent video game before they did the shooting. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah I can't remember anything either. I I don't know. I mean, there yeah. were other school shootings after Columbine, but I don't think a lot of people correlated or found out that they played violent video games prior. Um, same thing goes for pretty much any of the cops who killed any of us minorities. I don't think they mentioned they played video games either. Yeah. Yes, correct. And I feel, I mean, I feel like this this was far bigger of an issue back in in the mid mid to early 90s i feel because that's when when the when the idea of violent video games started surfacing because prior to that i mean it's not like like gun violence and violence in general in the united states of america was missing it it right. still happened it still happened so i think i think the i i think the the um the what, what am I what am I trying to say? I, well, they were. I they, think that they related it. To, they related it to music. I remember early '90s was all about rap music influencing people to uh, for violent the increase in violence. Um, right. uh, so it's, that it's always just a blame game. It's always yeah. just a blame game. Uh, and and, and video games. Yeah. Yeah. Because because even even now, I mean, you don't get you don't hear it as much. Like it's not. It's not something that's still continuously happening in, happening in like in Congress where the conversation about violent video games is being had. It's right. not anymore. Right. Not, or at least not as in depth. Yes, they, they they did the rating system, but even then, that happened in what the 
I want to say maybe the early 2000s, late 90s, the rating system. For the yep. uh, ESRP or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, for, for video games. Um, I can't remember exactly when they surfaced, but that was, I mean, that was their, uh, their, uh, shit, regulations, regulating. Yeah. Uh, for, for, and for, I still for never games. had a problem procuring any video game. Uh, At any all. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like a PG-13 movie. It's like, hey, are you, uh, are you 13? Sure. Yeah, why yeah, not? Right, I'll be it. Yeah. And then you had uh, violent arcade games. So you had Mortal Kombat and stuff like that out, which you can just walk into the arcade and start playing the game if you had a quarter. Yeah. No yeah. one's going to kick exactly. you off of it. No, no. one's going to say a word. And uh, and yet it still stays. And yet there's a, a large demographic of not only the United States, but the entire world that argues that violent video games are the root cause of gun violence in you know the respective nations. And I totally disagree. And I'd love to bring so that to the podcast. Get the opinions of my peers, and maybe one day you guys could have a, a fan or someone that listens to the show with a different opinion, and you guys could chop it up with them and open up the floodgate. <laughs> I, I would it. love to listen to that episode. It's not more of like debating or, or, or alienating that opinion, but just more of just understanding it from like a, a just, core I place. I would love to hear yeah. it. I just feel it's a ridiculous idea. Like, <laughs> that all of a sudden, uh, now all of a sudden, like, violence is attributed to, to, vid- to video games. Like, right. It's ridiculous. Right. Well, there, there's, I mean, we, we definitely can't agree as gamers that the, the, especially gamers who play violent games, we know that a lot of these games that are out there that are definitely gory and definitely violent, um, uh, whether they show blood or not, there is still you know, shooting involved, they're still beating someone down involved, but once, uh, once realizing or understanding that, the next step is like, okay, well, um, to understand what the relationship per, uh, per person, which is kind of hard to do because there's a lot per person that it's real effect on, because we can, us three have, uh, all played this kind of stuff, and none of us, you know, would really lift a finger to do anything massively crazy, uh, to hurt anybody so um yeah the real question is what what is actually causing people to do harm to one another and then when you when you get to that question you definitely can't really just isolate it to just video games because we have plenty of like joe said in history we've had plenty of homicide murders rapes wars uh, assaults in, long before electronics were even involved so uh to to make video games like a catalyst or a cause is is kind of a stretch um but okay yeah look at it this way movies like indiana jones used to be rated pg-13 i mean pg pg yeah a movie like a a movie like raiders of the lost ark and i don't know if any of you have seen it recently but that was rated PG. Yeah, there was some shooting in that. Heads so melting like, off faces. Oh, there's more than that. Exactly. Yeah. So, are you going to tell me my eight-year-old son could have gone and watched it with just a parent and he was going to be okay after watching a Nazi's head melt? Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And that, <laughs> says, <laughs> and that says something about the parents, too, especially as you as a parent. I remember my parents would cover my eyes up during those scenes, you know? And there's probably parents out there who wouldn't, cover up their kids' eyes or wouldn't care or um, wouldn't be really involved in their kid's life, which could be an even more cause for some child to actually do something crazy because there was no 
recourse or punishment or or um, there there was no explanation. There was nothing. So because uh, we all, Again, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that isn't that. But even then, I feel like that isn't influence enough to. It's not. To, it's not. So it is. No? Yes, it's definitely not. All the things that I say, I I believe, are really just um, pieces of the puzzle. Uh, my my firm my firm stance on everything is that not one entity is an isolated incident to cause um, anything negative, and right. and I mean that very broad. I mean, uh, shit, all the stuff that I talk trash about my roommates isn't really caused from just one incident. Uh, there's probably a series of stuff of things that usually go on that affect my negativity towards whatever my outbreak is. So. Um, but on this case of like violence, it's more an extreme case, but that's my stance. Like nothing we do in life is really caused by just only one event solely. Like you may not know it, but some butterfly probably flapped its wings before you even got to your breakup of your ex, you know, or your husband or something like that. Right. Right. I, like I agree. That. I like that. I, I, I agree. Look yeah. at that. Look, look. <laughs> the, 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 subtle, the subtle mention of the butterfly effect. <laughs> <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> um, speaking of, you, I know. I'm now. I'm trying. Well, Joe, as as the people know who listen to the show, Joe is obviously in uh, the East Coast. Um, Akshay is up in the North Bay of Cal of California, and then I'm here in Los Angeles. So, um, I'm trying my darndest, sir. I'm trying my darndest to be a good good uh leader of the number of business podcast till joe comes back and re reigns his uh superiority as king of the podcast <laughs> we'll see love it um but joe what you had a question uh, wait, first, uh, what before before we continue oh, okay i just want to i just want to make sure that i that i give you recognition for what <laughs> <you did last laughs> week. of catching covid no i'm kidding i didn't uh, I don't know if they did, but what do you what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean recognition of last week? You you had a pretty you had a pretty great show. I mean, you had a great episode. Um, I, uh, well, the one thing I can't it, well, the the funniest thing to me was just your decline of my drinking. Just your spiral I know it's great. Actually, I don't know if you heard it yet, but this the latest episode, the one last week, uh, you definitely will will witness while listening to it the progression of me getting drunk and drunker <laughs> to the end of the night, where I was just like, I was not COVID safe. <laughs> I was not, I was not coherent. I was doing some stupid shit, uh, and I wound up coming home. I was I was talking loud to my my Lyft driver. And I uh, threw up mad crazy when I got home. It was bad. And swore off I would never drink. And then I fucked up the show because uh, I locked myself out of my house. Um, and I had my cell phone in there, my phone in there. And I couldn't get Joe the audio for him to, you know, decompress and do all that stuff to get on the show. So, like, a whole day almost went by of me of us not getting our show on the air properly. Cause, um, I got super sloshed. I was very you know unprofessional. Like, 
this this is such a good segue because this is exactly why you should have partied with us and hung out with us in college so that you would have built up a tolerance and become more responsible. And I was kind of like pushing that senior uh, of like saying, hey, I've been there, not my day. You know, I learned. Uh, I mean, I, for, for the listeners, Keenan was my roommate in college. He was my first roommate. Yeah. He uh, he was different. I was he a straight was edge. Very straight <laughs> edge. Uh, go ahead, Joe. Check this, check this out, actually. The funniest part about that uh-huh. is that only a couple of years later, he was getting sloshed. Yeah. Out of <laughs> oh, my God. Like the butterfly, you know? He just, he just grew some wings and popped out of that pupae, and now look at him. Unstoppable. Versus the rest of us, like, we were, like, been there, done that. You know? We're our offspring, you know? And, uh, oh my god. Growing. He hasn't reached his plateau yet, you know? <laughs> yeah. So do you do you have do you have any interesting stories of Oh, oh god. god. Oh my god. <laughs> Keenan, yes. Uh, you were let me start with meeting Keenan. Yes, Akshay was my very first roommate and he was my I was his very first roommate. We're all new. Yes. Oh my yes. god. So meeting Keenan, I didn't know Keenan was how you said his name, let alone I didn't know Keenan was a boy's name. Or black. So I, yeah, I didn't know that, that was new. That uh, but uh, I remember getting my papers, and remember, I, I remember seeing Daniel on the papers. I remember seeing someone named Gene on the papers, and I remember seeing CNN. And losing my mind, thinking, "Oh my God, am I living with two girls and a dude? Like, what's going to happen? My, do my parents know? You know, like, I don't know if I saw. I was 18 years old, a freshman. I had never done anything like this. I was an introvert. I was quiet. I liked my corner. Um, and when I get there, I get. I'm just introduced to the biggest mismatch of people that somehow made it work for the better part of a year <laughs> yeah wow. yeah eves eves was uh uh he was like this tall black dude like from uh he was haitian haitian yeah uh and daniel daniel was like this small sort of scrawny uh white looking dude and then you got me uh who's like i guess a tall skinny scrawny looking dude um and then akshay yeah, also tall and screen tall. And so, <laughs> like, all three of us, me, Dan, and Keenan, we, like, definitely got along because we were, like, very nerdy. And Eves was this just amazing role model. I mean, he was huge. He was, like, six foot two, 300 pounds of just pure muscle. He was a DJ. And he was bunking with Daniel, who looked like he belonged at an Apple Genius <laughs> Bar. <laughs> he did. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He did. It sounds like you guys just described the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's it. We were the Ninja Turtles. We had Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Leonardo all in one place. Oh God! And yet we didn't have an April O'Neil floating around. <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't think I. I definitely didn't bring any girls to the uh, apartment, which was kind of sad. But um, I think Eves might have, and Daniel did. Um, it was like the it was the early days that we're talking. No, this is when uh, shit. I don't even think Facebook was created yet. 
No, it no. Was limited to only Ivy League schools back then. Right. Like the state yeah, wasn't right. on the list. Right. I remember, it popped up. I think like 2004 for us. So yeah. We just moved out into the next place, which I got to live with Keenan at. Yeah, and you uh, told me about it. Actually, was the one who introduced me to to Facebook because actually I think it was on Friendster. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Oh, I have yeah. not heard that wow. in a long time. Yeah. And then you Friendster. told, yeah, Friendster, and you, you wanted me to join Friendster, and then like a week later, you're like, no, 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 go to Facebook, sign up to Facebook. <laughs> DVDs, man. Yeah, and Facebook was cool back then, because Facebook allowed me to uh, link up with, it, it, it somehow knew who was in my classroom, I guess, whatever association it had with the, the campus, it was yeah. like only college-based, so all of my f- people in the classroom who I didn't know, I can just click on the classroom name and then look at the list of people and pictures who are in there and just automatically add them up. Yep. It was so, uh, it was such a nice tool to get to know people in school. Yes. Yes. And then somehow they fucked it all up and released it to the rest of the world. Yep. Everything is broken, but more about Keenan. The stories, stories. Keenan in a nutshell, right? So Keenan was that guy, super straight edge, in bed by eight thirty. <laughs> was at eight a.m., so he needed, you know, eleven hours, hours sleep, and thirty minutes to get ready and get to class, wow. and yet he still managed to be late and not skip every morning session. That's and not, I remember, uh-huh. I remember being a gamer, and Keenan. Did not like that. He didn't love video <laughs> games, but didn't love the fact that I was a gamer because I'd be up till two, three in the morning playing yeah. video games. I was a huge Counter Strike fan back then. Counter Strike and and, and I would be wow. up. yeah. And uh, it got to the point where Keenan got so upset <laughs> that he held a town meeting with everybody <laughs> in the uh, the apartment and said, "We need to do something about this because <laughs> I can't get to class." I can I was like, I can't sleep. I can't. All I hear I in my... out in my, in my bedroom. What? I had to move my desk to what? the living room. What had happened was... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was... Yeah, I was I was bad. I was pretty bad. And I... It's funny because ever, ever since um, he got moved out, I think once we moved into a new place together... I think that's when the apology started, and I was like, I kept feeling bad that I, no, it, I forgot when it was, it was some moment when I like, I think I joined World of Warcraft or something like that, but some moment in history, I started apologizing to Akshay going, man, I feel bad that I, I did that, but at that time, yeah, man, I was very, I was very adamant, because all I can hear in the back of the room, even when he has headsets on, was, I'm, I'm, try, I'm sleeping, and all I hear is, no. No, 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 go there. No, 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 shoot him. Get him. No, 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 do this. No. I was like, what the fuck? my call-outs. Yeah. I, all our Call of Duty call-outs was happening on Counter-Strike, um, and I couldn't handle it at the time. So, uh, especially since I wasn't drinking or smoking, um, I, uh, I, I, did the, I did an executive decision and, and, and voted Akshay off the island. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, onto a separate island. Onto a separate island. I could sleep on the main island, which is great. But I couldn't cohabitate on the main island. I had to be ostracized. And it got to the point where uh, Keenan had a couple of cooking adventures. I did. Oh, my God. These are bad. He would use 
like my cutlery and all sorts of tools because I had brand new pots and pans and the whole shebang. So Keenan thought it'd be a great idea to use the microwave to make a baked potato. Yeah. Uh And he put it in there, I think, for 90 hours. And forgot about it. It was. It wasn't. It was. That was okay. That what. What happened was again. So that was. That was. It was an extended period of time. Uh, I still feel embarrassed to this day to say it, but it was like. It was like for like twenty minutes or twenty five minutes to put it in a baked potato, and you're only supposed to put it in there for like five minutes. So oh, we're we're wow. talking we're talking like three four times the amount you're supposed to, but uh, yeah, well, let, yeah, actually tell Joe what happened afterwards. So I'm playing video games, right? And all of a sudden, Keenan comes out of the room, you know, like a long time after cooking. Goes, you see all the smoke in here? And I am totally just focused on games, right? I'm like, what smoke? Joe, and I look wow. around, and the entire apartment is just buried in this thick level of smoke, and now I can smell it. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And Keenan runs to the microwave, sees his baked potato on fire, pulls it out, <laughs> sprays detergent on it to put it out because we didn't have a fire extinguisher, and breaks my plate. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The great potato uh, uh, of 2005. Yeah. Yeah. And now let's talk about Keenan's hygiene because I think this is very important. <laughs> Now, Joe, have you heard of Mount Keenan? Are you familiar with Mount Keenan? Uh, I have not heard of Mount Keenan. Oh, oh, Joe knows, but he might not know the reference you're talking about. But yeah, explain explain Mount Keenan to Joe. Okay. So Keenan has a habit uh, of dealing with fresh laundry in a unique (laughs) manner. So Keenan would do laundry like a normal person once every two weeks, give or take some change, depending on what he needed when he needed it. And so he would make this amazing pile of fresh laundry, right? It would take him the better part of the weekend to get it done. Uh, And he would bring it upstairs and put it on his bed. And it'd just be this heaping mound. And at at night, when he was ready to go to bed, he would take this mound, this Mount Keenan, and slide it off the bed onto the floor. (laughs) Curl up into bed. And then in the morning, he would pick up this mountain, put it back on the bed every single day. I witnessed this phenomenon for months. Of him building Mount Keenan and taking it down. And I wonder if that was part of his just like bedtime routine. I'm almost certain he's still doing it. Today. <laughs> uh, no comment. <laughs> oh, uh, but it, it's not. I can neither confirm. <laughs> it's, not, it's not clean clothes yeah. anymore. Oh, really? So the dirty clothes go onto the floor and then back onto the bed. Yes. Got it. It's not clean clothes. Oh, okay, good. So we progressed a little bit in the wrong direction. Yeah. It's pretty. I was going to. Yeah, Joe, Joe's seen my room pretty messy uh, on from occasional. I mean, it's rare that he comes to my house, but when he does, sometimes it is kind of trashy. But one time I went to your house in L.A., I remember that you couldn't open your door all the way because there was stuff blocking it. And I think the reasoning was, is, oh, I'm moving stuff into the garage. you got to give me some time because I'm not there yet. Uh-huh. And I don't think it was during a time that you were working. I think it was just like a time where you were just too busy with the game. <laughs> it could have been. I don't know. Video it could have been. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and that was all year one. Yeah, that was within a year. We had a lot of stuff that we did. Oh, uh, 
Year two is nuts. <laughs> I, Do you remember Martin really? in chemistry? Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I have never, ever seen a teacher behave this way for students. Uh, so, Keenan one day uh, is in chemistry lab. And it's me, Keenan, and a good friend of ours who turned into my roommate eventually, Brian. Uh, and we're in chemistry lab. It's, it's 8 in the morning. It's a three-hour lab. And uh, Martin's over there. He's explaining the day's activities. He's going into the detail. Here's the experiment. This is what's the expectation for your notebook. Make sure you have it all down. You got three hours. The clock starts now. Do you have any questions? And everyone's quiet. Everyone knows what to do. We're all bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to go. Let's start this. And Keenan raises his hand and says, uh, yeah, I got a question. Do you know what time McDonald's stops serving breakfast? And Martin looks at him. And flips him off, <laughs> and Keenan's like, "Message received." And we all just get to work, right? We're all busting up, but still, Keenan was that guy in our lab. Every single day, he found something to say or do that would drive poor Martin crazy. <laughs> I was a bad kid, Joe. I was di- I was different. <laughs> oh, this, this is a college course, Joe. The people paid thousands of dollars to be there. We're not trading our money for wasted time. We need to learn stuff, and we need to go. We have careers to get. And Keenan's asking uh, a very prominent uh, person what time McDonald's stopped serving breakfast when McDonald's is a block away. Hey, I, I was hungry. I needed to know. <laughs> uh, if I could only you see the – I was that guy. If I could only see you your face. that guy. I was that. He still is. Wow, not changed. Probably, yeah, pretty wow. much. <laughs> So when I listen to the podcast, I hear that conversation every single time. I cannot stop, but just like just start busting up. It's hilarious. Yeah, you are, you are something. Else. I was I was very bold back then. <laughs> uh, and uh, we yeah, I was we were talking about the whole roommate situation. Um, and I think I had this right, but Joe, you've you've never had like a situation where you lived. In a household with a bunch of strangers, you were always usually like with your family, right? Yes, correct, correct. Well, well yeah, yes, more or less, correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've never, I've never been placed in you. I mean, I, I did have, I did. Um, is somebody I did have a roommate for about a year? But, okay. Well, but some. I did have a roommate for about a year, but it was. Um, I mean, we were just. Yeah. Is somebody watching TV behind awesome. you? Yeah, 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 I'm in my room. And, uh, I have my, my my friends in here. Oh, okay. Uh, the audio, the audio's picking it up really well. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Well, at least Joe can yeah. try to. Because <laughs> uh, um, this is a very very thrilling action. Oh, okay. Uh, uh but yeah, but uh, yeah, I did. But uh, we were uh, we ah. Uh, our our uh, our um, roommate lifestyle was uh, very different. A lot different. Okay. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. there's no. There was uh, a lot of drugs. Oh <laughs> shit! Was it ever with a like just brand new acquaintances where you're like, I don't really know you too well, but hey, we're sharing something. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's no, 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 no. Okay. The people, I, the, the the guys I lived with, we knew each other. We were good friends. I see, I see. And uh, you know, we were. Um, uh, what do you what do you call it nowadays? Um, ratchet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Well, uh, 
uh, I think the new term nowadays is, is called fuck boys. Fuck boys. Yeah, that's what you were. Oh god. Um, we're a bunch of fuck boys doing fuck boy things. <laughs> well, we we actually did. Uh, him and I did have an agreement that kind of speaks back to an episode where I was saying about how um, I wouldn't. I, I love the experience I had in college because um, Auction and I, we, we did a lot of cool stuff and went through a lot of like crazy things that um, we we wouldn't really want to trade the experiences we had um, for anything. But we do feel like, because uh, I agree with Akshay, where it's like, I probably should have went to community college before I went to SF State. But uh, I'm thinking about that on like a financial piece. Was that kind of the same yeah. thing that you were thinking of too, Akshay? Like, Oh, absolutely. Because I, I look at like my education at SF State, and the timing was really tough for me. Uh, we were going through some stuff over there. I mean, we were we, had, we were in the middle of a recession. Yeah. And you remember all the furloughs and, and trying to find classes just to get out of school? It really prolonged our experiences. We, we met some people that got lucky, and they were able to get out of school in five years. Right. But that wasn't the case for, for our, our little cluster with all the science courses that we needed to take uh, and balancing the uh, – seniority system which was a little bit broken right um, it, it was tough and so had i gone to community college for two years i may have been able to transfer to maybe a better school than sf state maybe not who knows right but i felt that maybe that would have opened up more opportunities for me to get my career started uh a little bit sooner yeah um, who's to say but i would not trade the experiences that I had with the people that I met, I, I met some amazing people. I mean, Keenan is just one of the, the more amazing ones that, that's kept in touch, Yay. but I can't say that I had bad experiences with anyone. I never got into any fights. I never had any squabbles. Like all of the people in college were fantastic. And, and the names, like I, I just dozens and dozens and dozens of people that I just made great memories with just having lunch with, or I remember Keenan, Brian and I, would uh, go to uh, get food. It looks yeah. like we lost Joe there. Uh-oh, Joe, are you still there? There he is. He's back. Oh, we lost Joe. Maybe he went to another room. There we go. Back? There we go. Back? I'm back. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> now, yeah. he, now he got to read. How long were we out? What was the last thing you remember? <laughs> um, uh, shoot. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> a new topic because Joe. Oh, uh, run it back. Run somebody well, else. Yeah, yeah I, I lost I lost connection about like a minute ago, less than a minute ago. Uh, well, we, we, the topic was on uh, going to community college first instead yes, of yes, going yes, straight that's to that's yeah. Exactly where I got disconnected. Yeah. Well, you you had mentioned that you you and Akshay were having a conversation about you should have gone to community college. First. Yeah. So Akshay was just uh, you can re-explain to Joe why you think you probably should have went to community college before SF State. Uh, so a lot of it, it was just timing timing was uh was tough uh with uh being there with the recession we went through furloughs uh so we didn't have the opportunities Ooh. to get the classes that we needed which is very very frustrating uh and so a lot of us were forced to graduate in five six seven years when we were on a four-year track to begin with and, oh, and that was really uh, burdensome on our pockets you know like sf state of course. Uh, we saw some crazy fee hikes i remember starting and it was like 800 bucks uh, for a semester, and that was up to 19 units. And by the time I left, it was 4,500, and uh, that's explosive. Yeah. Uh, Hell for yeah. Such a short amount Holy of time. Smoke. But 
I remember thinking like maybe, you know, in hindsight, I should have gone to community college. Maybe I should have saved that money and put it elsewhere and uh, been a little bit more successful. Maybe get out of school in four years had I transferred to another school or transferred to SF State later. Uh, who knows? But I, I think about the memories that I made with the people that I made them with. And I, I could not trade that. Uh, Keenan was fantastic. I, I mean, such a good friend, like a lifelong friend. Uh, you don't keep in touch with a lot of people in college, but the people that you do keep in touch with are the people you keep in touch with forever. Right. And I, and so I yeah. would not trade that, Keenan. I yeah. definitely would not trade that. Just going to McDonald's with you and Brian was one of my favorite experiences because <laughs> people were like, hey, do you want to go get the food? Yeah. yeah. I'm down. You know, it's a cheap meal. And the trek from our apartment or our on-campus uh, on uh, housing. Right. I mean, it was ridiculous. And, and there were times that we were braving some elements, you know? Like, there were days, like, we had almost like a little snowstorm uh, ah. in San Francisco. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, week where it was coming down, uh, the ice felt like snow. It <laughs> yeah, it was and wild. Yeah, survived it. it. You know, the trio. It was awesome. It was hail, but it was it was yeah. It felt like snow. Yeah. So those experiences, like you said, and and Keenan, you always talk about it. Like, yo, I know I'm in 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 a mass amount of debt, but you know what? I would have never traded it for for the world. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I, I, there's, like so, I, I I mean I can understand that I can understand that I, I I didn't have the college experience that you guys had, but but I definitely like there there are definitely experiences that I've been through that I'm like well there was a lot of a lot of crazy shit that happened, but at the same time I've never never trade that because right right it, it made it made it, in for all of us. It made us the people that we are today. That's know? true, and yeah. those those experiences, just walking to McDonald's, was like three, four blocks away, um, was was almost like all those moments was an episode of none of our business podcasts, just with me, Oxy, and Brian. It's like, uh, oh, sadly yeah. enough, we couldn't record them because you know we didn't know about podcasts or the existence of stuff like that then. But that's what it felt like, like the enjoyment that we have. And the conversations that we have on this podcast was like that every single day with Akshay and Brian. Just and sometimes it's just me and Akshay, like uh, just walking, just walking to a place, um, which is weird because I mean that's not a heavily emphasis now with COVID and all this shit. Just just being able to walk with a group of friends down to something local, but um, uh, it's great that we have those those memories. It's um, it's super enjoyable, but yeah. Uh, I remember looking out for each other. I remember when we used to go to Albertsons or Safeway and it was about a mile, mile and a half away. Yeah. So it would take us, you know, a good 30 minutes to walk there, take us an hour to shop and then 30 minutes to come back. So we had to plan like a big chunk of time that we couldn't study or work just to get food. Right. To, to help us last for another week. <laughs> And it's such a simple thing, but we take it for granted. But when you have to walk that far after just being just beaten up by work, beaten up by school, uh, it can be frustrating. And it was so nice having friends like Keenan that I could walk back. And if I got too much food and I could not carry it, <laughs> we would take breaks yeah. and help each other carry our groceries back home. Right. And we would kind of caterpillar our way there where it's like we walk groceries you know like half a block go turn around pick up the rest of it and walk half a block just because we did not want to go back to that store in another seven days yeah the crazy and then and, and then when you think about it 
technically, I mean, not technically, but uh, you guys are still kids. Yes. I mean, yeah. what, yes. you guys oh, were 18, under 20, you're like 18, years 19 years old. Right. Yeah. So you're doing all these things and it's, it's kind of cool that, that you, you got, you have someone who's living that experience with you that you guys can grow together and be like, yo, I'm never going to forget that you helped me do my groceries. Like, and remember you carried my, hey, you helped me carry my groceries. And it was yeah. crazy. And we had to spend three hours doing it because we didn't have cars. And it's like, what? Yeah. yeah. It's some and wild you stuff. It, you're like, wow. In a modern what, what, age, what, you know, that's kind of unheard of. We could do Uber. I know. If we only had Uber. But what was literally a three, four hour taking us out. We yeah. just didn't have the money. Yeah. What yeah. was like a three, four hour trek for you guys can be done in an hour or less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and sometimes you exactly. Sometimes you don't even have to do it because now you have things like Instacart or right. shit like that where you can just yep. like just put it on the app here. I want this, this, and this, and then somebody will deliver that shit to you. Right. Yep. And we thought we back then. Yes, it was but, a dream. Yeah, no, well, no, I, I can't say that, but uh, you, uh, in L.A., I don't know if, you, if if in the Bay there was Pink Dot. I don't know if you guys remember Pink Dot. I remember Pink uh, Dot, but we don't have something like Pink Dot in, in San Francisco. At least I don't yeah. think we did. So, so in L.A., there were the early – well, it was basically like an Instacart where you could call okay. them. And Pink Dot, basically, you could place an order for your groceries, oh. and then they would deliver it to you. But this was – yeah, but, but you have to imagine the fee – so and 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 the the markup on all these things. So nobody really used Pink Dot, unless you were like, you know, wealthier, and right. you would just order your shit like that. That you didn't really really didn't. It wasn't as easily accessible as it is today, where you could just really pick up the phone, put it in the app, and you're good. Yeah, you would. You would. Pink Dot. Yeah. If you wanted a six pack of beer from Pink Dot, you were paying like twenty dollars <laughs> for the beer. Plus the delivery service, so you're looking at like thirty bucks just to get a six pack of beer, you know. So yeah, uh, it, it's yeah. just crazy to think like how much even then. Now we're thinking this is like what eighteen years ago. How much has changed in those eighteen years? Yeah. And, it, and and the fact that we can remember it. Wow, saying eighteen years is crazy. It, it's yeah. saying it's but just that's, just that's saying like, that. <laughs> That's like an adult person right there. That's like an adult. Like someone was born. One adult ago. Yeah. Yeah, one adult ago. Someone was, we're having experiences that was one adult ago. Like, what? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. This is crazy. And yet, what a wonderful life, you know, with the right people. What a wonderful life. I know there's a lot of yes. things going on out there, and it's kind of a, a tough time for a lot, but – Damn, you know, it's these little yeah. connections that I say, you exactly. know what, I'm thankful to be around and uh, I look forward to many more. Here's a great part, too. That was one adult ago, but look <laughs> at us here. We're oh. fucking still playing Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a land party anymore, but, you know, we're just as connected as any land party was, you know? Like, <laughs> and the friends that we make, like, I feel like I've made a new friend through Keenan uh, in Joe. You know, yeah. like oh, I, I mean, oh, <laughs> I'm turning pink. I yeah, I I tell you, Joe, you uh, I was I was on the um, 
I was on the lookout for another Joe in San Francisco. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, I knew, I definitely knew. I know. <laughs> there is no other thing. Um, there, that's why, that's why, the, that's the beauty, again, going back to our first topic of video games. Yeah, Call of Duty is a violent video game, but um, uh, way, way far aside on left field of that is the connection you get through an, a community of friendships that you never thought would be possible thanks to video games or certain types oh, of video yeah. games. Oh, um, Akshay, 100% Akshay, yeah. you have a friend in me for sure. Oh, yeah. It's, like, like there's, there's no, it's undoubtedly, you absolutely have a friend in me. Like, uh, you know, I've never met you in person, but the, the we've communicated so much, even within game, because yes, we're playing a video game, but we're also... It's like a chat room. It right. really yeah. is. Right. It totally is. And it's we're just, focused on teamwork and camaraderie on a different com- level. You know? Exactly. The right. success like, of the team is measured by all of us succeeding, not just one of us. Right. You know, exactly. I can't expect exactly. you two to carry me every day. I got to put in some but, work and help out. Exactly. But, but yeah. I can expect yeah. you to carry me. <laughs> <laughs> Because Akshay's the goat. Oh, God. <laughs> Akshay is the motherfucking, motherfucking goat. <laughs> like, I'll be, I'll be playing with some people, and I see Stalker 45 come on, and I'm like, I'm out, guys. <laughs> the cat, the, the general's online. We, we need you know, to. I, I get on when I see duty, you sir. Folks, I realize that. When I see you folks on, that's when I want to play. There's only a handful of people that I want to play COD with, and it's yeah. you guys. No. So I get all hyped up. I get excited when I see Joe or Brad or, you know, like uh, Keenan, you name it, Hugh, you know, just, just the gang, you know. Uh, still learning yeah. a little bit about Kevin and, uh, and Chava. You know, they're awesome, too. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So yes I love playing with you folks. Yeah. Uh, it's just such and a Rube. nice community and Rube. Yeah. Uh, that you folks introduced me to because I didn't know any of these people. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a meet gamers that are not only mature but like to have fun you know we it creates a nice warm uh, atmosphere i just watched this terrible tiktok of this girl that was just being pummeled to the ground with the worst comments and i go that's not oh, my group dude. that is not my at, group. at all at and all i felt so bad for this uh this streamer because it's like she's live on on twitch streaming and she has to deal mm-hmm. with this person and even if you mute them that animosity or that hate speech yeah. doesn't go away. No. Someone else is listening no. to that. You may mute that from your chat. You may uh, ostracize that person from your room, but it's still happening. And right. It's, it's going right. to continue to happen with the anonymity of the internet. It's it's it's, it's terrible. It's super I think we, we, sh- we should be further along. And it, and it, the, I think so it, as well. It causes a chain reaction, which I don't like. Whereas, let's say, for instance, she joins our group automatically and i don't fault her at all but automatically it makes she would have this mentality of we're now guys who could be just like the guys that she interacted with and that negativity there is automatically there from the get-go there's not even an opportunity or chance yeah and then we community as a whole yes all it takes is one person to just ruin the culture yeah, uh, and I don't know, guys. I, I, I want to say that we changed the game. I want to <laughs> say that we changed the game. Like, I'm I so comfortable. Us, us. I, I, I'm so comfortable. I, I'm so comfortable that I let my kid play without me with you guys. Like, yeah, I have, I have absolutely. I'm sorry about that, Joe. I curse a lot when I play with your kid. <laughs> my bad. Hey, I, need, I, need, I need to stop doing that. <laughs> we're back. Like, I have never heard 
Gavin say any swear words? No, he won't, and he'll catch. He'll catch me. He'll catch me saying some swear words, and he'll he'll shut me down. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, you're not supposed to say that. I know it's bad. You're not supposed to. But I I <laughs> I try to encourage. That's why I try to play with uh, Yami a lot. Uh, uh, who is I think Brad's uh, or Serge's uh, friend too. Friend. Uh, and I try I try to play with more Yami, female. Right? Yami, yeah, I try to. I, there, well, there's a, there's also Yami too that I play with, like oh. on a rare occasion. But I try to. Um, and Ruben introduced us to somebody who I was more eager to play with uh, another gender different than my own, just so I can have that uh, experience and talk and to show that we're not all the same. You know, we're we're very different. And you can be in part of parties that actually support. Um, who you are as an individual. As an individual, as a player, we don't care about the caliber of player you are. Unless like, you we, suck. We're generally going to... I just kidding. We just want to play with you as often. <laughs> like, we'll play with you, but, you know... <laughs> Just, night mode in Verdance. It's just oh my god. So night vision goggles, yeah. uh, 
Yeah. Yep. You have to put on uh, flash flash guards too, or, or what is it called for your gun so it doesn't do the. Um, oh yeah, that's right. right. The flash. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm super excited oh, for this. Rounds on the M13. Wow. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know if you guys have been on, but they they're already uh, releasing like the operator skins. They have a. Uh, they're they're going to be releasing a jigsaw and a Leatherface. Damn. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of yeah, course. That's why they're doing the night mode. Gotcha. That's so cool. So we're gonna play flashlight oh. tag. <laughs> of course. We are. Of course wow. We are. Wow. Okay. So. Shit. Um. I didn't. Okay. So I haven't played Call of Duty in about a week, maybe, maybe longer. So I definitely need to get back on and get my character up because I'm probably still at tier twenty or some bullshit like that. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know how many days I have left over to get to oh. tier 100. I think it's like 10 or you something still, like that. You have a lot of time. I think you have like 30 days. 30 days. Before, okay. Before. Cause I, I gotta do that. But, um, yeah, dude, uh, the, uh now actually, and this is something I, I, I encourage, this is why, okay. I, I'm going to get crazy with it cause I'm, I'm getting emotional, but this is why I don't want people to be getting in vehicles, helicopters, uh, in anything that's not on foot because the most epic of wins happens when you're traveling across the map battling it out surviving uh firefights and hiding and all that stuff to eventually get the last kill because akshi and i and i think joe and i we had one close but akshi and i had one of the most epic oh, fucking yeah. wins you can oh, ever imagine from it's just me and him so it's two it's uh it's duos but we land in prison and our adventure literally goes to one end of the map to the end. We we ended up at uh, the scrapyard in the hills, yep. and we all we did was walk. We didn't. Uh, I think I got sent to the gulag once. Actually, never died. He he rarely does. But uh, uh, actually, got like ten kills or eleven kills. I got five or six, and it, we were all on foot, and it was crazy. The epic firefights the, the 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 intensity the nerve-wracking like what's gonna happen in the next second oh yeah you get to like the top five and i don't know about you but my heart is yeah <laughs> i mean i'm starting to like i'm starting to feel like the sweat the juice is going no, no. uh i I'm, know that i'm, I'm gonna start guys. shaking with the adrenaline and, uh, and i I'm know that win or good. lose yeah it's gonna take me a second to cool down <laughs> but oh my god like being in those moments yes uh I haven't found a lot of things that get me there. Then that's why, and and we, it, the communication was great. Like w oh, as yeah. we were talking and making sure, like nobody was on our backs, and we were yeah. hiding behind here, and we we're hiding there. Let's go here. Let's, let's cover leapfrogging. Uh, uh, yes, the leapfrog. Yes, know? like I think at one point uh, we were shadowing another crew. Yes. Them oh what? Get yes. Into all the engagements because they didn't recognize us. Yes. And so we were baiting them <laughs> and. In some cases, watching their flank while yes. covering our front end using them. Yeah. And they had no idea we were there. And, and we took and them out. <laughs> that was our strategy was to play off of someone else. Yes. And just stay hidden. Like, we were running ghost so, and, uh, and just being fully camoed up. It was brilliant. Yeah. Ended up you on... Guys, the, so you guys let you guys let them let them third party the whole way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For That's a good fourth oh, party. for Let's a good go. for a good amount, and then once we got to the hills, we took it slowly, just riding the end of the hills, right where scrapyard and the um the boneyard is, and we come and we're just 
riding, we're just going up and down the hills while other teams were taking each other out. And then sure enough, the last person uh, saw us come down the hill and I threw a flashbang and it confused him. And then I got, and I got the last shot and took it and we got the win. And it was just like, it was crazy. That's why using helicopters, vehicles, tanks, whatever stuff can be fun, but it just, it kind of just, you don't get the experience of a real survival kind of thing, you know, like you're on foot. You have to, you have to survive 150 people and you're, I'm doing, Oh, actually I'm doing something with Joe called war zone hardcore. And it's my own little thing that I do where what you do is you cannot use a loadout. You can, okay. you can only use the guns uh, that are picked up off the ground. Uh, okay. And uh, there was one other restriction. I forgot what it was. You can't do any contracts. You can't do any contracts. Oh, wow. You can't do any recons. You can... Uh, um, you use the shop to buy things? No. Wow. So you Every, can, no, yeah, yeah, you can. You can. available to you. Oh, no, no, you, you can't. can't. Buy UAVs, you can't yeah. buy self-revive. No, oh, no. He, he didn't say you, That's can. Right. you can use the shop. You just can't do contracts, and you can't get your own loadout. You can't, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's difficult. So, that is, that yeah. is tough. Yeah, those yeah. are those are the two restrictions, and so that's yeah. why, and it becomes fun because I did it once where I couldn't get my loadout because everybody was around it, and I wound up getting, uh, I think it was like third place or second place in solos, and I was like, oh, well, this is kind of fun. Let me try this wow. more often. Um, that's a testament to skill. That That's not easy. People yeah. want to get ghosted. They want to be invisible. Mm-hmm. They want to use their guns. Exactly. Their attachments, their way. Whatever you pick uh, up might not have a sensor. Your own glove. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's brilliant. So to do it, to scrap, you know, yeah. to make it to the top, I mean, that speaks about your skill. That's not easy to do. Oh, yeah. Well, solos, I don't know about you, Joe. or uh, I know Akshay does fucking solos and quads, but but uh, I, I do really well in solos, quads, and then I start to lose it in trios and, I, and duos. For some reason, trios and duos, I do not as good as in solo, going solo on my own and in a group of four people. I, I don't. Oh, wow. I can't explain it. I don't know if that happens for you guys, but it's. I, I do. I mean, I do fairly well in solos. I, I honestly don't play. I don't play as much uh, if I'm just playing by myself. If I'm playing by myself, I, ju- I usually just stay in multiplayer. Right. Um, but when when I have played Warzone uh, just by myself, I, I I tend to do fairly well. Oh, okay. And I, I attribute it. I attribute it to just like Akshay. having played with you guys. <laughs> Akshay, the well, captain, know, captain, my captain. Akshay, Akshay is a bit of my mentor. You know, I, I, I to, I've been trailing him. Uh, I mean, Akshay is the reason I started do, like working on the officer progression. That's right. I, when, oh, without cool. Akshay, I would, I would have never known about officer progression. So I can't now wait for you to get those final emblems because, I mean, they look pretty badass. I mean, they're animated. It, it speaks to your commitment to, to busting your head against the wall against certain challenges that are – some of them are tough. It's hard to get 40 vehicular kills. Right. I don't know about exactly. you, but trying to run people over 40 times in ground war or 40 times in oh, war zone gosh. is difficult. <laughs> like, you're a big target. That's the reason I don't like video uh, – uh, sorry. Uh, uh, vehicles. Vehicle yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I just show up on the right. map and people have launchers, they have grenades, they have C4, and it's like, man. Right, right. 
and they can just shoot you out of a window. You know? Yeah. So you have like eight different ways that you can die. And you only have one way to kill. <laughs> that's, that's terrifying to me. It's pretty. It's pretty bad. Uh, low movement. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh, is there is there any other game that you think provides that kind of like intensity and and group fun? Like I've tried to play Apex. I didn't play PUBG. I didn't play a, a lick of Fortnite. So. I I just don't know. I like I'm not sure if there's any other games out there. Destiny was close. Destiny, would you say, Destiny Joe? Destiny was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Destiny Destiny you know what? I really think it comes down to the user and their preference. Mm. I think right now in this moment we are obsessed with Call of Duty, and so we get that fix from it. Right. But it could have been Destiny. It could have been, um, you know, on the on the uh, Battlefield side of things. I don't even know what game they're playing on Battlefield anymore. But oh, I remember yeah. trying to juggle, you know, uh, Battlefield Three, and I think one of the Black Ops games at one point, and I was like, I'm just gonna. Battlefield. Well, what that that actually leads me to like, what is it about the games we play, or maybe just games in general, that you think gets us to just do it? Like almost like what people would think is like an an addiction. Like people would see it. It's like no, it's not an addiction, but we just love playing it so much. Yes. Uh, you know what? I think I, I want to say it's community, uh, and I also think, I think so. We all have a sense of drive when we complete tasks. And there's I no the, better feeling than winning a game. What do you think, Joe? I honestly, I honestly think it's the camaraderie. Like, I don't think I'd play this game as much if if I, I if I hadn't played it with you guys. Yeah, um, I agree. And, and I'm that, the same that, like, I play it now because I want to make sure that I'm ready for when I play it with you guys. Like, yep. That's why I continue it to play it. To be perfect. I want to wanna make sure that I've improved myself. Yeah. Just so that when we do play together, I'm like, I'm not like lagging behind, or I'm not the guy that you guys are always picking up again. Like, because I know when I when when I when I when I first got back on Call of Duty, like I was I was. When I first got back on Call of Duty, I, 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 you know, I was incredibly rusty because I hadn't played a Call of Duty game in forever. So I know I was, you know, I was, you know, I, I was the 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 weakest link. <laughs> okay. But I feel like now, no, I feel like now I've played it. I played it enough to where like, yo, I can actually contribute and I could actually be, uh, you know, the winning piece if, if need be. You you have, and I've seen it. Myself. I've seen it. I've I, I find myself getting like in in Warzone, like I find myself, you know, doing four or fives now, getting four or five kills. Yeah, and yep. that makes me feel That's a little awesome. comfortable because I know if if the rest of us could get them, yeah, and we're doing a twenty piece. You know, we're doing a twenty piece in a in a match. Then it's like, oh, we did great. You right. Know? Yeah, we took right. out five squads. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. more than one-tenth. You know, we've taken out a exactly. ninth or an eighth of the playing field just by ourselves. I like that. I like the idea of what you're getting, Joe, of uh, competition, the naturalness of us humans to be, oh, because when I see Joe getting better, it now makes me want to get better. Like, he's doing yeah. badass in Warzone. I'm like, what the hell? I, I used to be better than Joe. <laughs> and then now it's like, oh, shit, now I got to go back and practice or play multiplayer or get things right. Um, and that's just crazy to me to see that that's still um, natural competition we all have, even though it's not football, basketball, some some stereotypical sport for us dudes to be involved with to actually fulfill that competitive nature. I think it's really dope. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree. And awesome. to be able to do it in our own homes and separate – I mean, it just shows what Joe was talking about, about the advancement of technology is mad crazy because uh, yes. c- conceiving something like this – 
in 96, 97 with the fucking PlayStation 1 was like uh, uh, almost unheard of. I mean, I know oh, yeah. Dream, yeah. Dreamcast tried to do it uh, with their first uh, ability to do um, uh, internet, but... Yeah, network connecting. Yeah, it's just, it's just mm-hmm. wild shit. Um, and it's funny, as much as we admire the crazy technology that we see, there's still a bunch of stuff that I think we that is out there we don't see. Have you seen or noticed any of these... Um, there's like these tech videos I, I come across on YouTube where it shows people's inventions or something like that. It's kind of like Shark Tank, but there's there's like no um, host or anything. It's just a series of promotional videos. Have any of you ever come across this at all? No. Like no, it's some it's some wild Can you give me shit. An example? Uh, yeah. yeah I, I I would look. Uh, God, what is it called? Um. I, I, I'm not sure if you you would type in great tech or something like that. I got linked to it, but um, uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, what type of inventions are we talking about? Uh, we're talking uh, futuristic type cars, concept cars, oh, uh, cool. people that are Everything. people that are trying to do um, crazy. It, uh, when I saw the invention of the dude on the surfboard that was floating above the water, and he like uses his body weight to push them forward or something like that i saw that on one of these videos um yeah the big ass fin i saw that yeah. i saw that on those videos and then like uh a year later it's now like i see a bunch of people having it uh, oh i see so this is like kind of like the, the precursor to the trend type deal yeah uh i just wish i knew it's not one of those where you see best cool tech or something like that Oh God! I wish I remember the name of it. Um, I'll have to link it somewhere later. But it's it's basically it's almost as if someone took a series of promotional videos of new technology and then lumped it into one video on YouTube. Um, and I I used to do it when I was researching up like flying cars and stuff like that. Um, uh, Flying car, is it going to happen in our lifetime? What do you think, Keenan? Uh, I hope so. I, I, I know it can be You're done. Engineer. Is it possible? Is it probable? Is yes. It outside of the it's, price range of the normal person? Like, ev- what are we talking about? Everything before except the last part. So the pricing is what's going to kill it or is I killing it. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So if you look under Quantum Tech HD. Okay. Uh, this is all on YouTube, everybody. So Quantum Tech HD. Uh, sorry, HD, um, and uh, Freeze List, I think, is another one. Uh, but you'll, Quantum you'll... Tech, if you are listening, this is a... Uh, a free promo. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, compensation. Hey, guys, uh, uh, real quick. We'll take beer. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. I mean, What's up? So real fast. Um, is that, that, is that Surge? <laughs> that was Chris. Oh, Chris. shit. Uh, so let's fucking go. The Dodgers, uh, it's game seven. Oh, okay. Uh, of the NL- NLCS. And it's a, this is the do or die. If the Dodgers win today. They go to the World Series? Uh, they go into the World Series. Oh, yeah. shit. Wait, when's, power, wait a minute. When's the last time the Dodgers at the World Series? Was it recent? Oh, 88. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, 
Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of San Francisco. I was thinking of the Giants. My bad. My bad. <laughs> let, let, me, uh, let me get a. Let me get a. Let's fucking go real quick. On one, two, three. Let's, one, two, three. Let's fucking go. Let's go, Dodgers. Let's go. Let's go, Dodgers. Let's go. I mean, I'm not. I I've always been a fan of watching sports and playing them. Like definitely playing them before watching oh, them. But like. Going to the actual arena and watching it, or at least if I'm doing it at the house, it has to be around people. Is that the same for you, like Akshay or you, Joe? Like you need to be around yeah. people to watch it. I can't watch it alone. Well, it depends on what the it, it depends on what the sport is for me. Like, okay, I can I can watch basketball at home all day, like by myself. I have no issue with that. Yeah. Um. Same. Same. Same for uh. Same for the MLS. I can watch that by myself, or even. Like the Premier League or any of that stuff, any soccer, yeah, I can watch by myself. Uh, the baseball, I w- I do have to admit, I have to watch it with people. Okay, I'm not like a huge fan of baseball, but you know, I can appreciate what what it. I I can honestly say, ten years ago, I would I couldn't appreciate baseball. Right, now, right. I can't really do it. Okay. Um, and then football, I kind of I kind of uh, I don't really watch football anymore. Like uh. it used to be a thing for me, but. Uh, not necessarily boycotted it, but I'm just not. It, it doesn't interest me. Anymore. Gotcha. Uh, is that the same for but you? I'm actually? definitely able to oh. watch sports by myself. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, uh, for yeah. me, it's always been tennis. Like I love watching tennis. Um, mm. I think the challenge with tennis, though, is it's hard to tune into every match because they're played all over the world at different times. So I typically just tune in the finals or if I see a really cool matchup with a couple of folks that I've been following for a long time, I'll watch that. Uh, But to sit through it, I get so antsy that I just want to go out there and play. So for me, I try to like schedule like play dates with my friends so I can go out and hit a little bit. Uh, instead of watching someone else do it. And I, I struggle with watching sports because I'd rather go out and throw the baseball around. I'd rather go throw a football around. Hey, let's go shoot some hoops. Even if we just play horse, let's just get out there and do it. I'd rather be out there than watching it. someone else do it. But when it comes to esports, I will binge esports. Like I, will, I will watch a Counter-Strike tournament over a course of the week and watch like the preliminaries going into like you know oh, the round shit. of 16 all the way to the finals and i won't miss a minute if i can avoid oh, it oh shit i don't know what it is but i just i just get hooked by esports oh, it's so cool awesome. it's something else that is awesome uh, that is awesome because you're because you're treating it as uh, as an actual sport which is what it has become like yeah oh it's huge genuinely guys watch. are making millions they're sponsors yes. You know, like exactly. uh, we're starting to see apparel. We're starting to see hardware. You know, it's so neat because back in the day, a land tournament was done kind of like in a warehouse. Like yeah. Hell, and it was like one and done. That's it. You know, it's like wait till next year, and you get one in your region. You know, every yeah. like six months if you were lucky. Uh, and so awesome. now to see that it's yeah. huge, and that there's entities uh, de- dedicated uh, to to hosting games that. It's it's pretty neat to see the community come all the way around and, and esports is blowing up. Oh, I think especially I with COVID. Yeah, I think I remember seeing. Um, I want to say it was like ESPN two or or the Ocho or something like that that that, <laughs> that was running for Yeah, what's, what's crazy is that now there is the ESPN Ocho. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
like, no longer because a of, because of, yeah, because of dodgeball, like, <laughs> yeah. now there's an actual culture. Like, <laughs> yeah. you can watch the game. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 and it's... is awesome online. You can stream everything <laughs> yeah. whenever you need it, and it's fantastic. It's such a great outlet. Wait, what is it? You, feature you can stream, on... you can stream the Ocho online? I believe on ESP and yeah. Marie online. Wow. I don't know if that's still a thing, but that's what I was watching when I was watching a lot of tennis a couple of years ago. Wow. ESPN yeah, 3. Crazy. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. uh, that's crazy. Dude, actually, you remember when you t tried to teach me how to play tennis? Oh, yeah. Because he was did it. Great. He so tried. He was a natural born athlete. I remember playing <laughs> basketball with him. I remember playing a little bit of badminton with him at the, at the gym. At yeah. State. And so I thought, hey, let me bring you on the court. Let's play some tennis. And I'm pretty sure I hit you a couple times. You're a good sport. Um, but it's funny. Like, talk about a totally different level of coordination and finesse that you need for tennis. I mean, he was hitting bombs out of the court. He's like, did I win? Like, no. It's not about how hard you hit the ball. It's about how accurately you can place the ball. Yeah, and we, we actually eventually was like – gave up and was like, I'm going to teach you the little kids game that we always do training for like toddlers. And I was like, sure, let's do it. And then I actually like that way more than playing real tennis. <laughs> and that's all we did. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I, fu I frustrated Akshay with uh, Akshay wanting to play real tennis. And all I wanted to do was do the kitty one. <laughs> Oh man! You don't really? Me. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. I heard that. <laughs> That's everybody's story. Um, so, is the is this like the ninth inning, Joe, or what's what's the deal with the Dodgers? Oh no, no, the game started. Oh, the game just started. Oh wow! Yeah. Literally. Oh, I was like, all oh, that screaming and yelling. I thought like they were at the end of it or something like that. Oh no, no, I just started. Are you happy? Are you happy that LAFC won last week? Uh, what? Yes. Oh, you sound sad yeah, we're, or something. We're, no, we're, well, what do you mean? Yeah, yes, but I mean, we just lost. Oh, you did? Oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> yeah, we just lost a couple of days ago. Like, Damn. Uh, and we actually played today, too. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, we actually have a game today uh, at 7 p.m., which is a uh, 10 where I'm at. Oh, okay. We never did so, play. Uh, we never played at all, did we? Like real sport. Like me and me, you, me, you, Joe, we never did a sport together, did we? No, that's ridiculous. Okay. We play. I'm going to let the athletes do the, the sports. <laughs> okay. I'll just admire and revel on their glory. You know? like, we'll just play Call of Duty. That's our that's our sport. You're, the, you're an esport player. Yeah, I'm an esport player. Hey man, you put me everyone, you put me in you put me in the middle of your desk, and I'm probably gonna get uh, you know, yeah, fifth place or higher. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I, you take some yeah. people down. Yeah, sure. You definitely you got that. Is an interest, Joe. That that right. night mode is really gonna be something. Now I'm thinking about it, it's yeah, like. It really Wow, like the yeah. it'll, it'll feel like a whole new game, even though all the skins, I'm yeah, thermal. Like, I'm thinking about my scope, I'm thinking about like you know, suppressors. Or, I, well, you <laughs> can you shoot out the you can't shoot out the lights, can you? No, you can't. 
Or will no, they? Okay. It'd be nice. Yeah, it makes you wonder, like, what areas are going to be lit? What areas are not going to be lit? Like, yeah. Military base yes. just have flood bases, uh, floodlights all over. Will the stadium light up? You know. I know, yeah. Because the dome's kind of broken. You know, what would yeah. like, the train station be like? Yeah. You know? I still haven't played with the subway trains. I don't oh, know you haven't? Yeah, have we did. It, That's I, the first I, thing we I did. I <laughs> down there and I jumped around and I saw the electricity on the uh, on the rails, but I have not played with the subways and rode them around town. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. You haven't gotten the blueprint yet? He no. hasn't. He what hasn't. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, guys. Hi. I work right now, so I hardly get to play with my friends. I miss you guys. Oh. But I've been see trying you to do man. everything solo and MP, and it's, it's a challenge when I don't get to see you. Uh. That, you know what? It all see that that um, that new blueprint, the, the train station one, is, is a little tough. Yeah. If you don't know what you're doing, it's yeah, it's pretty tough. So yeah. what's the premise behind it? Like, what do you got to? You do? have to do some decoding. So, so you, so you landed the bank first. Uh, okay. No, no, it's city hall. City, city hall. hall. City hall. City hall. Is this with the so pictures? You, yep. you have to like yes. get pictures yes. and some sort of code, yes. and then after yes. that, I, I got exactly. tired. And I just went to. Sorry, said fuck it. I was like, I don't want to exactly solo it. this. Yeah. That's exactly. You can't solo it because. You're restricted by time, so if you don't have somebody giving you the call-outs on what you're entering, it's going to be tough to do. Yeah. It's incredibly tough. Actually, do you ever visit Los Angeles so you can meet Joe? Wow, so I, I haven't been down there in a long time. I mean, I think one of the last times I was out there was for a convention, uh, maybe mm -hmm. about three years ago, four years ago. Uh, and then oh, before wow. that was my cousin's graduation where we met up, Keenan. That's right. We had an epic evening. I got downtown. I got drunk. <laughs> you got wasted. I got to see your God. house, you know. Your mom was there. It was great, you know. Like, yeah. I went, we went to Philip's house and you showed me all the cool stuff. That's right. We oh did. Oh, my God. Yeah. Talk about, like, nerd paradise. You got the coolest <laughs> stuff. Oh, my God. Like, every single thing was like a trophy. It's like, you got that poster? Yeah. You have that doll? Yeah. Huh? You got like You know, it's like everything that you could ever want in a lifetime from a collector's standpoint in an eclectic <laughs> collection at that. He's got it. Yeah. You know, like, wow. Yeah. And I bet a lot of it's like the genuine deal. Cause oh, yeah. It doesn't seem like someone to cut a corner and, and or anything like that. No. That was incredible. Nah, he doesn't. So, no unfortunately, expense. LA will have to wait. I would love to come down there and hang with you folks one time. Oh, yeah, for sure. With the virus being the way it is, I'm a, I'm a little apprehensive to do any extensive uh, travel. So how, how, how serious for you is this virus? Like, how... Like, cause I, I run into people who take it very seriously or not at all. And some, some people in between. So like what, what level of, uh, interest, concern, uh, DEF CON are you at with this whole Corona stuff? I would say like fairly, I'm moderate to high. And I, I say that like with, I'll always wear a mask. Like when I'm around people, uh, I try to keep my distance. But now that I'm in, like, working again, uh, there are instances where someone will break that six-foot boundary, you know? Okay. You have to take a step back. Or if you're sitting down and someone walks by, you got to be mindful, like, hey, look, you got to back off, you know, uh, and keep uh, distance. 
so you do the best you can with what you got, but uh, ultimately there's no way that you can stop someone passing by you without getting too close. Right. So right. with that, I say I lean on the moderate side. That's not like I'm turning around and running in the opposite direction, but I have to be really careful. You know, my parents are getting up there in age. My my girlfriend uh, and I like we're doing the best we can so that we can both stay healthy, you know, and avoid like any sort of compromises to our immune systems. Okay. Because uh, we got bills to pay, you know, and we got to make sure that we're able to do work, uh, even though we can like use sick time and you know that's nice but still like what if the worst happens and now it's like man so is, I think a, yeah go ahead joe i think a lot of people are still inconsiderate of it and inconsiderate of yeah. it like and, and and are dismissive of it oh yeah and, um, but the sad part is is that i'll always do what's best for me i cannot force anyone to do anything i can point them to the data and say hey be careful but at the end of the day people are going to make bad decisions and that's it's frustrating but that's why I avoid them. Okay. Right, right. What about work? Do you, do you have a higher uh, percentage of of uh, the possibility at work? Like, is it is it a little bit more dangerous where you work at, or no? So I'm a little bit fortunate that I'm in a warehouse, so we can uh, distance ourselves pretty well. Okay. Uh, it's just more of getting people to follow the rules consistently. Um, that's always a challenge sometimes, you know, like people will, uh, uh, bring their masks down to yell across the way if they need help, you know, right, right. Uh, if right. someone gets hurt and, and they yell, you know, three, uh, 30 feet to get my attention to come over, um, I don't blame them for pulling down their masks, you know, if someone's hurting or, or need, needs help, you know, or attention. You know, right. Uh, that's a production environment for you. Not that we get hurt frequently. It's more of like, hey, look, this person, they got a little paper cut. They need a Band-Aid. You know, it's like, all right, I'm on my way. I don't want them bleeding all over the place. I got to look right. up to them. That's my team. Yeah. Well, well, it's how many times like has that. that happened already? Because I know that you just started this job. <laughs> uh, I've seen. Uh, Are you keeping a from, safe like, work cardboard. environment? <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. Uh, I try to lead by example of being safe, but I know that there are times where people got hurt. And right. It could be little things, you know. When you're working in a fast-paced environment, it's easy to get a paper cut. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of yeah. It happens. Absolutely. You know, that's a workplace accident, if you will. Like, and people will do the best they can to just keep working through it. But if you're bleeding yeah. on stuff, you're bleeding on stuff. True. So cleaning it up appropriately, making sure that they have, you know, a Band-Aid on, that they've sanitized the wound, you know. you got to look after your team. But in those moments, uh, it's social distancing is still being practiced. <laughs> I know. Akshay, a he's a man. He's an adult. He's a leader he's on and off. On and, yes, on and off call. <laughs> they still they salute him. Oh, huzzah. <laughs> huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um... Shit, I was gonna ask about, uh, like, the how how serious should someone like really take it? Do you think it's okay for somebody to be like really paranoid yeah. about it, or uh, you know what? or like I think it really depends on where you are. If you're around like a lot of people that are potential like hazards to get sick, then you need to take it very very seriously. So has there? Yes. Uh, if you're around in your social bubble and you're like just confined to your house and no one's leaving or going anywhere. You obviously don't need to wear a house with your room. Right, right. I would still say be really careful and try to understand where they've been, you know? Like, that's that's a scary bit. Well, um, has there been a moment where you were invited to some sort of, like, local gathering, like, maybe from your from a family or your girl or something like that? Um, 
to something outdoors, but it was still a group of like, you know, 10, 15 people plus, something like that? Yeah, actually, just this weekend, like yesterday, uh, I was invited to a barbecue. Okay, uh, yeah, like I that. I slept through it. Okay. Um, so I missed it, and my girlfriend was going to go there and solo it, but she actually stayed home. Oh. And when she talked to uh, one of her friends that went, he was telling her, like, look, they were not necessarily uh, practicing all of the safety measures that are required. Ah, in, uh, okay. Right, yeah. where you have to maintain you know, distance, you have to wear a mask at all times. Uh, and they were like sharing cigarettes. They were sharing bottles. Oh, and wow. Like, be a super spreader uh, event. Oh my God. Absolutely. And it's scary because what if one day one of them gets sick and it just, that's that virus eventually gets to my parents. Right. right. Like that's just crazy. Like it's not about what someone else is doing. It's what it can do to affect my life in any way. What if you guys get sick? Because they went from that party, went down to L.A., gave it to one of your friends, and you got it. Right. You know, like, right. that's what drives me nuts. And I feel like the only way we're going to get around this is if we all kind of do our part, chip in, and, and just jump on the grenade all together uh, and, and avoid this virus at all costs. Yeah. And eventually get to, like, a vaccine or eventually get to a, a means where we've eliminated it. Um, but again, it's, it's the human condition to be social, right? So right. it's human nature to congregate in groups. It's why we're so successful as a species. It's why we've been able to elevate and you take that away and people crumble. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to see how people are so desperate to get about, get back to what they remember doing. Kind of like what yeah. what we fantasize not fantasize but what we remember us doing when we were in college um right. and I, I maybe it's just not serious enough for i mean it's serious but i don't it it, it kind of sucks that it has to be like extremely deadly like the black plague for people to take it seriously um as right. they should and that, that that's what really sucks because i've obviously made the mistake when i uh recorded this podcast out in public um, hence my my Instagram picture, but um, there were still precautions yeah, made. Like, drunk and you were just like, I don't care who it is, let them come and talk to us. Like, hey, you who use complete stranger that I've never met in my life, who's not wearing a mask, come and talk to us over here. Yeah, body and shots. I hear Let's DC go, like, Mike, hey. my <laughs> Ah. And I hear some, and I hear some of our friends like, "Oh, yeah, that's not exactly social distancing, man." And you're like, "I don't give a fuck." <laughs> oh, I like to think it's because of alcohol. Oh, alcohol, <laughs> yeah, alcohol, alcohol. Um, it's a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I was, I was gone. That's what happens. Actually, would know. I, I think you would know, like what I was like. Back in college, when I went too far with drinking, Keenan, is it, is it safe fire? to say? Safe to say. Is it safe to say that was Francis Connor Keenan? Francis Connor. Oh, <laughs> uh, I took shots you of. You know when I get too shit faced, it's whiskey I'm, Joe. I'm, I'm whiskey Joe. Francis Connor Keenan. I like that name, but it should be more associated with the soju I drank that night. I don't know what brand it was. It was the one in the green oh, bottle. I got it. I already got it. Okay. Already got it. Okay. <laughs> so, soju Sianin. Soju Sianin? Oh, my God. 
It's a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. No, I like the Francis Connor Keenan. I like that, but I wish so what they wound up doing was they gave I asked for the drink and they gave me like Bud Light or some weird shit like that. Uh and I had to order another one. Just off the the basis of when I want my Francis Connor, I get my Francis Connor. And that's um that that's like, I know, <laughs> you know i'm also an elitist actually knows that for sure um and um it, it was it was pretty crazy i mean uh john and andrew have the the good naked keenan story but i don't know what the craziness i did when i was drinking with you and brian eventually akshay at uh sf state I forgot if there was any, like, Keenan went too far moments. No, actually, Keenan was very tame because you were still learning. And so <laughs> you were, I think the biggest thing was is that you would just drink enough to watch Brian and I act foolish. Yeah. You were still the smartest person in the room, you know, because you were too scared to get there. Or you just had more fun watching us just <laughs> get obliterated <laughs> and comatose or play video games with people that are like just below par at that point. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it was... I think that's what you had a lot of fun doing. I did. Um, I think you only started breaking that, that boundary when you moved out and you found those roommates that kind of took you to a different level. It's almost like, hey, I could, I could let my hair down. I'm with strangers. You're not going to remember this. <laughs> well, it was funny enough, it was Brian that got my first drink because we went to Bubblegum Shrimp in San Francisco at Pier 39 yep. and we ordered, I thought I ordered a virgin margarita or something like that or whatever it was. And it turns out that the drink had alcohol in it and I sipped on it and I was like, this tastes really awful. And I gave it to him and he's like, dude, that's alcohol. And I was like, really? And then I took more sips and I was like, wow, it tastes, it tastes kind of funny. And I just, <laughs> and then eventually i drank the whole glass and ordered another wine and i was like fuck well um i drink now so then i started drinking but um then it got uh, it was funny because i agree with people and joe would know this and so would you actually that there are plenty of moments in our lives that doesn't involve alcohol that we have a lot of fun with um so alcohol yes i don't have to drink to play video games and i have yes 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 but there are moments under some influences that are just downright hysterical memorable shit um even before getting tipsy like you have a few drinks and whatnot but you're in this moment or vibage where uh Okay, that actually uh, might have mentioned Victoria, um, where (laughs) once I got my car in San Francisco, I would drive down to South San Francisco with Brian and Akshay to TGI Fridays, and that was like, that was our... I guess we call it our Cheers uh, restaurant or whatever. Like, that was our oh, go-to. You us by first name. Uh, yeah, yeah. And wow. uh, sometimes they would they would give us free drinks or something like that or free shots. And it was like, that was the place to go to that was like... I that place down many nights. Yeah, it was, and it wasn't... It was never really crowded. And uh, we would yeah. go there on odd nights and sometimes Saturdays and Sundays. But we we had a blast just going down. That was our little 
hangout, you know, place um, with just the three of us. So there are still some moments that I, I would contribute to not fully supporting alcohol and alcoholism, but like just just that uh, interaction that we had that involved alcohol was still very fun. Um, and something that shouldn't be looked at as negative or bad or, you know, prohibiting or encouraging something. It was just, it was just uh, three dudes hanging out at a TGI Fridays getting sloshed on a Thursday. Yes. On the third. It's <laughs> the best day. The weekend so close. Yeah. Fuck. That. Fuck homework. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There was some. Crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those are some wild, wild, wild nights and wild days, but, um, yeah, dude, uh, um, fuck, I was gonna say, uh, there was, uh, there was the added thing, I totally forgot, actually, there was something we talked post or pre-show that I thought I was gonna bring up as a conversation topic. We're um, talking about inventions, because you did have a lot of great inventions in college. Oh, yeah, Joe, well, Joe actually was there when I created the... The flashlight. Joe actually knows about the flashlight, the 360 flashlight, because I sent him like a PDF or something like that in an email. You also brought it up. Like you brought prototype number, I think, five up. Yeah. You showed me at KC's. Yeah. And uh, you, you were like so hyped up. Like I can get the construction cost down. I can get the materials for cheap. Check this out. That thing was so I great. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think your biggest yeah. fear was making sure that it could last a long time. You're like, the battery life is kind of poor right Shitty. now but i'm working on that yeah yeah and you were so amped up and i was like dude that let's was... turn it into a project and so i started trying to manage you which was a mistake <laughs> um, because i think i think if you felt that pressure for me saying okay where's the prototype where's the schematic where, where are we looking for production costs let's start to break things down i think that's where you kind of got frightened you're like nope uh, too, it's uh, too much <laughs> put this on a shelf and I'm all like, my manufacturing minds came to fruition where I'm like, look, we got to start to think about outsourcing. We got to start thinking about putting a team together. Uh, I don't want you working. I want you designing and answering tough questions and getting face to face with people and investing. And you're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, this may not be for me. Real, reality hit. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Work, Does this mean uh, I have to actually uh, do work? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what do I got to do again? I'm like, oh, God, here we go. You know, it's like, He's like, well, this torch isn't really, really that important. important. <laughs> but yeah. I saw the brilliance behind your project. Uh, thank you. you. Great ideas. I loved, uh, I don't know if Joe got to see pictures of this or, or got to write it, but your hovercraft. No, Joe doesn't know. Really? No, I do remember that. Oh, you remember the hovercraft? Remember it, oh, okay. That thing was awesome. Yeah. It was wild. Uh, that, was, that was funny because... That when we talk, when we ever have a mention about um, regrets or any type of like, I wish this would have happened kind of thing, because that hovercraft landed me a, a internship job at a Silicon Valley startup in um, 2005, four, something like that. Um, but basically. Uh, it landed me a job in Silicon Valley that was like, holy shit, I've made it. And then I totally just like threw it in the trash once I left the internship. And I was like, ah, oh, uh, fuck. Um, hey, but it was good learning. 
It was, but it, it was. Quick, so, kick yourself. No, uh, well, I, I don't, but I do. I do notice um, a connection towards. I wouldn't say faith, but like when people are talking about how the universe provides, or how if you ask the universe something, or you give out to the universe, it gives back, kind of thing. Um, maybe not so much spiritual with God, but in the relation of all that. That was a moment in my life where I can go, yeah, you know, what you're talking about does exist. I don't have a name for it. You can call it God of the Universe. But I did have a moment of opportunity that I did capitalize on but not invest, it, invest in. So I, I definitely took the job. I, I, did, I built the hovercraft. I showed it to my teacher. I talked to my teacher. I answered his phone calls and emails. I called the company, got the internship, got the job, did the job, but I didn't invest in my job or my future, and that's why it kind of went away. Um, so uh, to anybody out there who's listening, uh, it, I do sometimes now question how many opportunities does the universe give you throughout your life? Is it every moment, every year, every instance? Is it only once? Was that my once-in-a-lifetime thing? I don't know. Do I just have to ask for it again? I have no idea because – um now i have this opportunity yeah or am, am i even asking in the right way maybe i'm asking the universe but i'm not asking them properly maybe i'm not as i say to my roommates maybe i'm not communicating well um uh to the universe to get that next opportunity because i do have my own company now so to speak and uh i do have a, a small small growing business but it's there and it exists, and I could turn that into the next Silicon Valley if I wanted to, probably. Um, but I think you're just answering your own questions. Bob. I know. Fuck you guys. Full circle. <laughs> I, I talk myself into it. You don't have to say shit. I'll just talk. I'll just talk my all the way around. Oh, man. oh my god. <laughs> you have no idea, Akshay. <laughs> Joe. Joe kind of has a hint of it because um, I've been with him for almost 95 episodes, but. Um, I can, I can, yeah, I can talk for a long time. <laughs> so question, yeah, so when you guys are not recording, are you just sitting there just talking to yourself? Yeah. About, like greater parts of the universe, like just hours and hours and hours every day. I would say so, right, Joe? Or we would talk about politics yeah, or women or something like, none of our business doesn't end when we stop, when we stop recording. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it definitely That's brilliant. Does. It definitely doesn't. Yeah. We got to chase that rabbit. We got to find the end of that hole, huh? Yeah. Yes, we do. All right. There is no end. Oh, okay. But that's the that's the best part. It's not about the destination. It's all about, about the journey. Yes, right? the Call of Duty journey. <laughs> Don't take 100%. that vehicle in in real life. <laughs> Walk your way. Walk it there. Yeah. <laughs> take a nice stroll down. The best um, there was something actually you did want to talk about uh, with, or at least bring to uh, the show. About your aspect, because uh, uh, Joe actually listened to our episode about um, job. Uh, uh, what is it called? Um, the, oh, yeah. Job, job responsibility. Yeah, job responsibility, corporation yeah. responsibility, the human law, employer, employer responsibility. Employer responsibility. Right. So uh, actually, uh, definitely let Joe know what your thoughts, because he told me, but I was like, oh, we should get you on to talk about it. So awesome. If yeah, you remember. So a little bit of backstory. Uh, Joe and Keenan were talking about maternity and paternity time off. 
and I was I was so in tune with that episode because I absolutely agree with uh, Joe, but I definitely see where Keenan was coming from with the questions about uh, responsibility. Uh, I don't disagree with either party, but I also agree that you know it, it does fall under the uh, the government to mm -hmm. uh, to make those changes, but the government can't do everything uh, in the labor force. It, it, it honestly can't. Ratification takes a lot of time. A lot of people sit on stuff and there's truly no right way. At what point do they start policing and we start to lose that, um, that barrier between the, the company and the government? You know, if the company was controlled by the government, would it still be a company that's independent? You yeah. Know? So uh, I totally understand now, where you... everyone was coming from. Uh, on that conversation, from from my experience uh, with labor laws, uh, there's a law for just about everything. There's a rule or regulation for just about everything. But when it comes to specific conduct, there isn't always a, a lot of rule, uh, rules uh, and, and room uh, for the government to get involved. Uh, and and uh, with paternity and maternity uh, laws, I love the fact that other countries uh, give a lot more time and, and have understood uh, paternity and maternity a little bit differently. And I think that's kind of the future. But with our current mm -hmm. government and our current la uh, landscape, uh, companies are held within very lax standards in some cases. Uh, and with that, they're going to take the best approach, which is best for them. Because at the end of the day, if they're not profitable, how can they afford to pay us? Right. No, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you're completely right. Yeah. My, my it's an gray area, see, isn't okay. it? Yeah. Yes, because I I believe I believe in free enterprise. I believe in 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 a business has the right to do whatever they want to do within certain you know limitations yeah. as far as labor is concerned. Yes. And 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 I and I brought that point up when. We wouldn't have we wouldn't have unions if businesses played fair, right? And we wouldn't. Now businesses yeah. only played fair because the government stepped in and said, "Yo, if you guys want to establish something in this country, you have to you have to abide by these certain yeah. regulations." Now, like you said, Akshay, uh, a, a lot of times there are so many things that 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 it takes to run a business that, in, in some aspects, they, they are very lax. Or uh, very um, vague as far as what what those what those uh, rules are, yeah. but I think there's specific things that should that the government should say. Look, this is what it is, and I think it's the government's responsibility in some of those things to say uh, to 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 have to kind of put their foot down on on, on specific things, and and I, and, I and maternity. Maternity leave, I believe, is one of them. Like, yes, uh, we don't like, and and this is the argument that I gave on that, in that episode for those of you who haven't listened to it. Is we don't take we don't take puppies away from a mother uh, prior to a certain amount of time. So why would we do that to a human being? Like. If, if, if you have a dog, you're not going to take the dog away from the, you're not going to take the puppies away from that dog in the first two months because those two months are crucial to that puppy uh, as far as like um, as far as like a, a breastfeeding and things like that. And uh, right. Why would we limit? Even, why would we have the same amount of time for a dog that as, for a human being as we do for a dog? Like, it doesn't make sense right. to me. Like I feel that maternity leave really should be a lot longer than, than what, 
I mean, what the what the what the, what the labor laws are, and I, don't, I, I and again, I I, I can't. Um, off the top of my head, I can't remember exactly how long that is. Maybe you have a better idea, Archer. Um, but I think it's somewhere around six to eight weeks, maybe longer. I think you're or absolutely it's, right. It's a month. And thinking aloud, you know, I, I think about whose responsibility is it to make things fair uh, for child rearing and child bearing and, and raising of children. Um, right. I honestly think like maybe we should start to think about programs, you know, from the government standpoint to say, hey, look, if you're bringing in the future, we need to invest as the government or as a, as yes, a village absolutely. as opposed to just saying, hey, business, you pay for it or these are the expectations. Because I know this. Not every business is profitable. Uh, a lot of businesses, no. they're seasonal. And when you have that inconsistency or you're not able to make a certain amount of money, it can't get tied up in, in the what if. It has to be spent yeah. immediately to guarantee the future that will be. Uh, and so with uh, with pregnancies, imagine uh, not being prepared for it from a business standpoint. Uh, some businesses have a lot of money going towards benefits. We're talking, you know, 80, 90, uh, almost like a, a dollar or two uh, per dollar earned for the associate will go back towards benefits, whether it's in retirement yes. or, or programs, you name it, et cetera, education. Yes. Uh, but other businesses, they can't operate on that level. So they're down to like, you know, 10 cents a benefits <laughs> where you're just like buying the lowest end healthcare for your squad because that's necessary and there's nothing else. You know, you get the least amount of vacation. You, you get no opportunities at overtime. Right. So, uh, but and, so changing uh -huh. it, would, would changing it or having the government make it more strict, prevent companies who can't afford it um, uh, certain uh, concerns because now they have to um, provide more that they, that they couldn't before. Yes. Uh, I, would, I would think that there has to be uh, an area for businesses to meet a certain standard, but I also think yeah. that the government should do their part in providing for this future as well in some cases because, again, these are future – uh, politicians in the making. These are future voters that are going to take initiative uh, in, in running the country the way of the people. So why not reinvest right, in the people right. uh, as a whole, as a collective? You know, not all of us have kids. Uh, and so some of us are, are paying for other kids. That's fine because it's going to be those kids that eventually assume these leadership positions uh, when we're not here. And I think right. we got a plan for that future. We're not meant to live forever. We will expire, but our actions and our contributions will remain. Yeah. And I think we have yes. to be responsible in that in that manner. We have to take that initiative now. Yeah. Yeah. So the government government does bear some type of responsibility, or should yes. bear some type. Of yeah. Along alongside the corporations. The government alongside businesses. Yes. It's got to be mutual but different. Yes. Right. Yes. So mutual, but because uh, because that's I think that was something we were also missing out in our conversation, Joe, was that we were restricting, which I think that's what that's what our conversation should have been, because that's the topic was restricting it to just companies alone, but we never gave the opportunity of option where uh, if a company can't afford to increase their services for their employees due to a government mandate that the government should provide help to those companies so they can. Because isn't, uh, isn't, yeah. isn't that what you were saying, Akshay? Like government should have programs provided for citizens if 
uh, or for the companies if they can't afford to. Uh, I wouldn't say not afford. I believe they need to have something for afford and and just having some sort of program set up, uh, right? Like we're paying into our government quite a bit of money. Uh, in, oh, in the form of taxes, a, lot. a lot, right? Uh, and so, with we, that, I feel like a portion of that needs to go towards future planning, and with that comes children. We have to look after the future. We got to plan for a better one. Uh, businesses still have a responsibility to provide up to a certain point, and those rules vary depending on the number of employees that you have. Yeah. But I feel like you have to have both. You need both. You need businesses that will not terminate associates for not being at work because they had a child. Uh, and we'll give them the health care and provide uh, for them uh, to some uh, level. Uh, but you also need governments to help out, too, uh, across the board. And when I say governments, I mean plural, like every government. I, it, we should be united in looking after our, our future because they're going to oh. take over the world when we leave. And let's hope that the world survives a little bit longer when we're gone. Sounds like you're running for office. I mean – Hardly. Uh, uh, Akshay. I'm, not right, I'm not the right person to sit in office. Akshay, we're gonna vote for Akshay because oh, he God. he's uh, he's the leader of the Liddy Committee now. Um, oh, no. That's our that's our public that's our that's our group and uh, uh, a vote a vote for Akshay is a vote for America. See. Maybe you're onto something, Keenan. You could be my uh, campaign manager. No, well, then once. I, 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 yeah, because once they dig up my past. Responsibility for Keenan. Oh, fuck you, Joe. I can handle this. Me, me thinks. Are you sure? No. <laughs> but I want to. I'll make the flyers. How about that? <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, we got a flyer guy. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready now, Joe. <laughs> I'll, Let's I'll, do it. I'll yeah, make. <laughs> I'll be. Yeah. Guy. That's what happened to Obama. He got that uh, artist to make his picture, and then skyrocketed. I'll be that. I'll be that guy. Like partial nudes, wearing tidy whitey. You know, <laughs> hey. uh, looking at the oh. uh, camera from like behind my back, making a seductive pose because it's absolutely necessary <laughs> to my constituents. Uh, yes, if you I'll have pay, this. I'll pay for that calendar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, speaking of calendar and pictures of Akshay, um, if anybody's listening wants to see. What me, Akshay, and our roommate Dan looks like back when we first met. There's one photo on the internet, and it's on my Facebook page. So um, I have no restrictions on my photos. But you have to go to my profile, go to my photos, and you have to scroll all the way down to the bottom. Because I believe it's the very (laughs) first one that I posted. And it's uh, a picture of me, Akshay, and uh, Daniel looking at the camera like all confused and shit. Um, uh, and it's crazy because we look we look the same, but just like supremely younger, like different, like it's crazy. Um, uh, but I just want to let the audience know that uh, that there is a there is something out on the interwebs of us together. The best, the yeah. Best. I remember you learning how to break dance on that floor. <laughs> we did. Ooh, well, oh, we. Yeah. <laughs> We took we're away the out. yeah. We took away the carpet or something like that. Yep, and we were uh, practicing spinning on the floor because it was nice and slick hardwood. It was awesome. Yeah. Keenan did some spins. Oh, it must have been Keenan got some spins. It was out. it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> we played aided spins, but he did it. Yeah, we played. Um, I, wish, I wish there was 
A video? video no, me. no video. There's a picture of, uh, I think Brian is trying to spin me on my foot <laughs> and around. Again, like, Facebook has a lot of my history on there. A lot of stuff that I probably should be embarrassed about, but I don't give a fuck. Um, but it's on there. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, with that, uh, Joe will explain real quickly oh, for our audience uh, the soapbox. Oh, are we there already? <laughs> two, uh, two, <laughs> yeah, two hours, one minute, and 20 seconds, and still counting. Okay. Oh, wow. That's crazy. All right. Well, yeah. with that, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, have come to the soapbox portion of our podcast. For those of you just tuning in or who have not listened to our show in the past, the soapbox portion is where we let uh, each host and our guests, uh, today being Akshay, uh, take the time to speak on whatever they want to speak on, whether it's promoting something, shouting someone out, uh, you know, talking shit, venting, it doesn't matter what it is. You get an unspecified amount of time, however much you'd like, an uninterrupted Keenan <clears throat> to speak on that. <laughs> uh, and again, since uh, we do have a guest today, Akshay, uh, coming in, the the Gulag Verdansk uh, Master Race King, uh, we're going to let... <laughs> We're going to let you uh, take the soapbox first, Akshay, uh, then followed by Keenan, and I'll close out. Sweet. Fantastic. Well, that was a hell of an introduction. I've had two <laughs> amazing introductions. And so I'd like to start by thanking just everybody listening, uh, the two hosts for having me on board. I mean, what a pleasure. It's been yeah. an amazing run that I've had with you folks playing in Verdanks. And I look forward to uh, Cold War with you folks. And my, my soapbox is really just going to be about reflecting and growing your own green grass. Uh, all too often, we look at our neighbors and we go, man, that yard is amazing. I want to live in that lawn. Uh, but they worked really hard to get it there, you know, and, and sometimes we have to put in that hard work. And I've learned that uh, my green grass is not always green. There's some yellow spots in it, and it started out as a dirt plot. And I know that I've had to redo the sod many, many times, uh, but I've grown the best green grass that I could grow up to now. I still think I can grow much more green grass, and I'm going to do the best part as I, I can. Um, but I definitely look at my neighbors, and I really just look at them to say, hey, teach me what you did. Uh, don't let me come over there. Just teach me what you did. I, I really want to be uh, at that level. So I ask all of you to reach out to your mentors and thank them uh, if they've helped you grow that green grass. I'm sure they have. Uh, and that's that's my so soapbox, this short, sweet. Uh, I want to send good vibes to everybody listening, and uh, thank you guys uh, again for having me. Wow, yep, snapping the fingers. Yeah, snap, 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 snap. Son of a mother. Gosh darn it. Gosh, I don't even want to cuss in front of you. You're such a saint. You're such a saint. You just oh, goodness gracious. Akshay, Akshay. Oh, Akshay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, all right. Actually, already beat me to it. Damn you. Damn you. Uh, yes, again, uh, as actually said, thank you to all the listeners. Um, thank you, Joe, for being on Discord with Akshay. Akshay, thank you for being on Discord um, with us. Uh, thank you to the guys in the back room and the audio that I can hear really clearly for the Dodger game. Um, it's been a really good episode. I love this episode. Can't wait to have it post up. Uh, for all our listeners, tell everybody that you can. Uh, tell people at your quarantine party. Tell people uh, at the police station when you get arrested. Tell people that are from your family, your friends, everybody. Just spread the word around. Get us out there. 
Um, and my soapbox is actually uh, an official apology, a closely apology, but it's an apology nonetheless because I was super nerve-wracking, and Joe knows this, that I was having a lot of expectations on this um, other podcast that I was trying to get us promoted on. And when it didn't show up on their show, I freaked out. And I was getting really nervous, and I was like, oh, why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing that? I gave them money. I was trying to do everything, and my mind was going crazy. But all I needed to do was have patience, and my thing for everybody is to just have patience because eventually the next show they did, I listened to it, they called us out uh, really nicely, and I definitely thanked them for that. So thank you to uh, the, the podcast called uh, Dick Talk and Mimosas, which is on the same platforms as we are. Uh, through Anchor and uh, oh, Spotify yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So that is my soapbox. Wow. Look at that. A little bit of patience is all it's like. Yep. That's, that's, uh, you know what? You're great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to close this thing out. Uh, Keenan, uh, I want to thank you for holding it down. Uh, before I get into my soapbox, I sincerely want to thank you. You, you, you've done an excellent job. I never doubted you. I uh, supported you 100% of the way. I knew you could do it, and you absolutely pulled it off with the exception of the following Monday of last week. And you, uh, when you said you were locked out of your place, but you actually just had misplaced your keys. Oh, shit. So, I forgot. Yeah to mention that oh god yeah actually it was bad my keys were underneath the the bag of the equipment (laughs) in my room (laughs) it's okay we still got it taken care of akshay i want to thank you uh, wholeheartedly i'm so glad that you were able to hop on with us it's uh it was nice when when keenan mentioned that he wanted to have you on i was just like wow absolutely definitely um it's, it has to happen. So I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you had a ball. You've been a long-time listener. You've uh, listened to a lot of it. I don't know if you listened to all of them, but if you have, I absolutely appreciate that. Um, so, yes, thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, I've been out here in Miami for a little over a week. And um, I want to say my soapbox is, uh, is about this damn... Is about the coronavirus. Mm. Uh, we're um, we're dealing with a with an administration that has downplayed it. Uh, even 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 with uh, our president who uh, who contracted the coronavirus, um, downplaying it, even though he had the the best physicians, the best hospital, the best medical care. You know, had experimental drugs, quote unquote. Um, take care of them and still downplay it like you shouldn't fear this thing. I've been here in Miami for over a week and I've tested every other day. Um, we're in a bubble here. Like we're not going anywhere outside of the hotel or the venue that we've been in. And it's a very serious thing. Like do not dismiss this thing just because you're president. Um, beat it. Again, he had the best care possible. Um, and some of his advisors went through it. And if, uh, if any of you have kept up with anything that's happened in, in, in politics in the last couple of months, Chris Christie contracted uh, the coronavirus as well. And he was hospitalized for like seven days at least. 
And he came out of that saying, hey, guys, this is, this is fucking serious. I apologize for ever, ever dismissing this as, as anything but. Um, so if a, a jackal fucking piece of shit like Chris Christie can go back on his word and say, hey, this shit is serious, then we should absolutely take it as, as such. Um, it's um, like Akshay had said uh, earlier tonight. Um, it's the, the, the disease isn't about you. It really isn't about you. It, it's about it's about the people around you, uh, especially especially anyone who's who's of age, who's a little older. You know, your parents, your grandparents. If they were to contract this disease, not having the medical care that our president could get. Um, it can be a very serious thing and you can absolutely lose them. So when you do go out and you want to have fun and you want to do all these things, keep that in mind that, uh, you're also risking, um, a lot more than just your own life. Uh, I know these last, I don't know, fucking seven months have been tough for everyone. Um, and at times, you know, you get some semblance of normalcy, uh, but this thing isn't over. It's far from over. And we can't think that just because the year is almost over or because uh, the election is uh, almost over, that this shit is going to go away. Um, we absolutely can't feel that way. We can't act that way. Uh, we have to take it just as serious as, as we took it on in March. 13th or whenever we were actually put in, in, into this shutdown. Um, and that's all I have to say. Just uh, just take care of yourselves and, and just keep others in mind over yourself. Um, even if you don't believe that this thing is serious, what, what, how does it hurt you to just keep, keep be considerate of others? How, how, how does that take away from you? It doesn't. Wearing a fucking mask doesn't kill you. You could take it off when you get in the fucking car. You can take it off when you get inside your home. Like it's not like you have to you're restricted by that fucking mask. But wearing that mask can save a lot of other people. So just be considerate. And um you know, and you know, sometimes uh you want to do cocaine, and that's okay too. You know? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, man. I was just, I was just trying to end that with something funny. Oh okay. god. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. Just be considerate of others, and uh, thanks for listening to this podcast. Uh, thanks again to Akshay and to you, Keenan, for for holding it down. And I'll be back next week. Yep. And then uh yeah, Joe Joe let actually know about our sign off too. Uh yeah, absolutely. What what do you mean? because uh, he sign-off? has he has to say something after you do when I when we do our official sign away. Well, you just you, you just God dang it. I don't know. It's your I thing. Feel, and I feel you know, like I, I feel Joe like says it. Oh, well I like when Joe says it. When we sign off, I'm going to set it off. <laughs> Keenan will follow, and then you close us out, all right? Will do. Absolutely. So, 
Uh, wait, no, Keenan. I'd start, and then you yeah. Sorry, Keenan. You're the one that's and I'll follow Okay. And then, Akshay, you close it out. Uh, but definitely, definitely do your, uh, this has been the None of the Business, blah, 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 blah. And this has been episode 95 of the None of Our Business podcast. Where are your hosts, Keenan and Joe? Yes, special, very special guest, Akshay. I don't know. It's, it's, kind, of, it's, it's kind of hard to. It's so weird. It's weird. Okay. No beatbox. Okay. All right. Here we go. Eat your woman out. Suck your man's dick. Grow the greenest grass you can. Hey. Let's go. Liddy committee. It's the <laughs> All right.